coming up on episode 113 of Pixel Gaiden. We talk TV shows and failed projects. Cody enjoys some garbage he found on the road. The guys found some time to play old games. Tim sends another box for us to enjoy. Six good games with beer in them. The return of Eric's Wheel of Wonder game show. Tim does a little ad-libbing. Anne stretches the meaning of the word good. Anne calls Cody a naughty name. That's right, it is the second episode of August, and you are here with Cody Hoffman, Eric Nelson, and, and Tim Drew. That's right, you've got all three of the Amigos, except not the Amigos, retro gaming, but three Amigos. Three Amigos. Anyways, yeah, I know what you mean. All I know is that Tim is Martin Short. Um, what? <laughs> Chevy Chase, come on. You're going to be, okay, you can be Chevy Chase. Um... Yeah, welcome to Pixel Guide N. You're home for everything retro-related and retro-inspired video game-related. Uh, you got all three of us this time. I'm stoked about this. Uh, Tim, you got up extra early to join us for this episode. You got buy two, get one free. <laughs> for our Patreon subscribers. Everyone else gets all, gets all of you free. <laughs> um, well... We just finished recording uh, episode 112. This is now episode 113. I think we we knocked that last episode out of the park. Absolutely. You know. It was, it was um, amazing. I, I know. Say? Tim got to listen to the last 15 minutes of it, and somehow you hop on the episode while we're recording, and you don't say a darn word. You just listen the whole time, and no, we don't realize I can't, all the I, terrible I can't things. I can't be on the first episode of the month. Only Tea Time with Tim <laughs> and my new, and my new uh, show information. Your new sh- yes, your new show information has been included. Thank you. Uh, we have undergone some uh, some uh, contact information changes. We have, and uh, I'm glad that you kept us up to date with those things. Uh, you don't know this yet, Tim, but I sped up your show information by eighty. I, I reduced it from 100 percent to 80 percent. Yeah, no, that's fine. It was a little lengthy, but uh. <laughs> well, you were talking like this, and now you talk like this. Uh, but it's fine. It's good. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, and. If you are a listener to episode 113, you can look forward to these things this episode. Quick questions, followed by um, the game show, which uh, Eric is doing for us once again with the wheel. Yeah. Give him a taste of the wheel, Eric. I want to hear the wheel. Yeah, let me get that up here. You guys ready? Spin that sucker. Yeah, and and, and I was told by the Amigos that I have to give them a nickel every time I do this. Okay. But they did say that I need to spin it harder, so I'm going to do that. Here we go. That's a hard spin. Know what I like about that wheel? Yay! Three things. It sounds really good. Yeah. You spin it hard. Yes. So we so we get some good variation, but it has a lot of resistance, and it still slows down quick enough that it's not like a roulette table at the at a casino where we have to wait four minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Because can you imagine if we were no no more bets? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And it always lands on Super Nintendo. No matter what you do, it's always Super Nintendo. (laughs) It's a great system. I'm very excited about this. 
Uh, and then, of course, we uh, mentioned it last episode, but we have a box to open that may or may not have come from a certain Tim Drew. Yay. Can't wait for this. I, I can't either, because I know what's in this box. And, uh, well, you know some of it. <laughs> I know some. Oh, well, there might be a few extras, it sounds like. So We never know what the patty is made I of. I went to France then. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, we are going to go ahead and catch up, albeit quickly. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is going to be a long episode if we don't. Mm-hmm. And then we have six good games. Tim, you selected this one. What six good games are we going to talk about? We are going to talk about um, games with beer. <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Pix- on Pixel, Pixel Garden, Garden. Games and beer. So we're going to do we, we had to do it. We had to shoehorn it there somewhere, didn't we? So, it's yeah. A, games it's a with great beer. Subject. Yeah, it's a great subject, but I will tell you, I had a rough time with it. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> and it's the it, Ditto. And it's the good part. Yeah. There's a lot of games with beer in them, but it's the good part that is really the yeah, killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Get there. I look forward to all of that. Well, uh, Tim, hopefully you're ready for this because you hopped on here earlier than normal, which means you get to join us when we talk about some quick questions. Okay. All right. Typically, Eric likes to read the uh, read the first quick question, but Tim, yeah, oh, Tim well, we're going to take full advantage of the I fact that I you're need here to get my notes up. Then doesn't it? That that is you exactly what it means. And and uh, you, he, Tony will tell me. you where we left <laughs> off here. So there we go. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna read here from. Uh, well, if you, actually, you know what? I'm supposed to be sharing my screen. So there we go. That's that's on me. Uh, here we go. This is a little something from Pajaco6502. He's got another question for us here. Which one? The one that's highlighted. On screen. All right. Okay. I'm not seeing that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Pajaco, who is an absolute legend, Pajaco6502, who is a great supporter of our show, asks, when you watch a TV show that covers something you know a lot about, do you sit quietly through the mistakes or do you hurl the remote at the TV in outrage? Hmm. Now, Eric, I, I feel that you're passionate on this one. I am, and I'm gonna. I don't really watch a ton of TV. I'm gonna. I'm gonna act like one of those pretentious, like hippies. Well, I don't really <laughs> watch TV, but I only watch movies and plays. Exactly. And I read exactly. screenplays. No, I do watch TV, uh, but I, I I do watch very little TV. So I'm, I want to morph this into a, a game question. But so what I'm gonna do is when I listen to podcasts, which I listen to a lot of gaming podcasts, um. Do you sit quietly through the mistakes or do you hurl the remote through the TV and outrage? But I'm going to do my, uh, my uh, phone, which I listen to podcasts from. Um, I'm going to give an example, and I'm not going to call out the, the podcast, but there was a podcast, very popular, like very popular podcast, and they did a whole episode on the Commodore 64. And I am not joking. They got probably one out of three things wrong as they were talking, like every three things, they, they would at least get something wrong and it was glaringly wrong. And I was just, and and were they just talking casually or they reporting facts? They were, they were, they were, they were, yeah. Pontificating on facts about the show and talking about games. And then they would say what the game is about and the game wasn't about it at all. Um, It was like, they just had, didn't even play the games and they weren't, didn't seem like they were from that that time era, um, and they, it seems like they careful. Did, don't they, don't uh, criminalize us and what we do here. On- right, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but they um, 
Sounds like our show. <laughs> um, it, it was our it, show before Tim joined it us. It sounds like they just didn't do the research, but they, they had to do this one on the Commodore 64. And it, I was gritting my teeth the whole commute. And I, I, I did keep listening, but I'm just like, this is not even fun. Because if someone has a difference of opinion, that's different. That I enjoy those. Yep. But when you just get facts wrong and you're talking like you're very condescending about it like i know everything about this and that's what they were on this show um it i was i it, my face must have been red driving so <laughs> so anyway that that's my one example and no i do get upset when people um not so much when they get little things wrong here and there or difference of opinion it's when they just don't know what they're talking about that's rough I'm going to give Tim a, a moment to keep thinking on it because I don't know if he's read uh, through these yet. I'm, I'm good to go but, on this one if you want me to. Oh, are you? All right. Well, I'm going to get mine done real quick. Alrighty. So there's not a ton of TV shows that cover things I know about because I don't, uh, I'm, I'm paper thin on a lot of subjects. I'm not deep on a whole lot of subjects. But I will say that I would like to say no, I don't sit quietly through the mistakes. But I also don't hurl the remote in outrage. What I do is look at my wife and correct everything they're saying, but enjoy doing it while she stares at me and goes, Cody, shut up. So, for example, on Stranger Things, they recently had Amiga in the most recent episode of, of Stranger Things. They did. And the, and the stuff 1, on the screen. Son- yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And it had like the wrong version of the OS on the screen. And anyway, dumb little things. And I wasn't like, oh, that's, they get it wrong. I hate the show now. I was just like, hey, hey, wife, who doesn't care at all about what I'm about to say? <laughs> Guess how smart I am. I, I'm, I know that's not, not quite correct. It's close. Not quite correct. And she stares at me and goes, I can't believe I married you. Um, you married up, Cody. And I go, yes, I did. Did you go... Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. At the end of your statement, you kind of like did a little mic drop and then go... <laughs> 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 and I huff off. Yeah, huff. What about you, Tim? Okay, so I think I know what Pajaco is going on about here. There is a okay. a newish TV show that's just appeared on one of our sort of like, um, I don't know, we call it satellite channels over here. So you have cable. We have everything beamed via satellite dishes. I thought you only had five channels, BBC 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. Uh, no. <laughs> you got six now? Those days no, are long gone. No, but oh, okay. <laughs> those, those days well, are long gone. It shows what I know. <laughs> I'm going to report it as yeah. fact on this podcast. On BB- England only has five channels. Yeah, on BBC 77, there's a program. <laughs> <laughs> there is a program called uh, Retro Electro Workshop. Um, and it is... Enthralling. Yeah, exactly. It's enthralling. Basically, uh, people bring in their devices into this um, electro workshop to get them repaired. Um, and a couple of weeks back they did one on, I think it was the Atari 2600 or VCS. Um, so someone, someone actually went out and picked one of these up in a, um, a junkyard essentially. Um, and they paid a hundred pounds for it. What? Already wrong. And it wasn't working or anything like that. It's like a hundred pounds for a, my blood pressure is already exactly up, yeah Tim. so i'm ready to throw my tv in so outrage they, so they bring this thing back and then he starts trying to look at it and repair it and and all this and he eventually finds that this thing had a really janky composite mod on it um and uh what was it he, he then uh proceeded to try and hook this all up and the composite mod was so bad 
that it just did video. There was nothing, no way to get the audio out of it. So I'm like, well, this isn't right to start off with. Um, but anyway, it eventually kind of like, you know, wiped a cloth over it and uh, re redid the composite mod. And he didn't like, you know, oh, there's loads of stuff out there factory that I can just go and grab one from like future was eight bit or whatever. He got one of these, you know, like little breadboards or whatever it is and put a couple of resistors and stuff on there and, and made up his made own composite fancy. mod. No, it didn't even look fancy. It just looked awful. <laughs> 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 and yes, I was screaming at the TV. <laughs> um apparently they, they did another one i think it's this week just gone which i i haven't watched because i need to keep my blood pressure down at the moment um <laughs> and, and this is going to be even worse because i think they're actually covering the zx spectrum and and uh, commodore 64 as well on it so it's like now nah, i can't go near that one at the moment so so there's and, there's my answer to your question pajaco uh, i think i know I'm what sure you were that- talking about yeah, I'm sure in that new episode they straight up say, "Well, we all know that Commodore 64 is better than the Spectrum, so we're going to start with that mm-hmm, one." Mm-hmm. And very wise. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, Eric, you have a question here. I do. Uh, it's specific to me, though. Yes. So I have a question. I have a follow-up question. How's the virtual okay. pinball table that you bought working? I we 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 heard the story of how you went and got a different sensor. You put it in there didn't quite work out the way you wanted is is the is the story continuing at this point the story has more or less died okay um that's that's unfortunately. disappointing it is disappointing uh however i there's still a spark of hope uh, i was praising arcade one up for their customer service they reached i reached out to them they responded we went back and forth for like a week and i agreed to purchase a replacement because i bought it used uh, a replacement, uh, what do they call it? accelerator board or whatever it is, a tilt, basically a sensor that goes in this thing because uh, the sensor that tells, you know, if you tap the, the pinball machine to the left or right or whatever, and it turns it into a, a signal into the actual machine saying, you know, in the game, uh, the software makes the table move left or right. So you can kind of nudge the ball, right? And if you nudge it too hard, it tilts. Um, the build, The board was was something in the system and i think it was the connection on the board itself was just allowing these ghost trips so like i'd be playing the game not tilting it at all and it would just be going crazy to the point where the game like tilted out and i lost my ball regularly and it wasn't working so wrote to them they sent me a new one for a a, uh you know 20 bucks or something like that and the new one i feel this is me rehashing the old thing uh they basically sent me a fake board basically (laughs) that had no sensitivity at all into it so if i wasn't wise to pinball i might think great they fixed the problem my board doesn't tilt out anymore but it also doesn't nudge anymore oh. and i need you need to be able to nudge. nudge so i put that one in i went back and forth between the two boards trying to find the lesser of two evils i currently have the one in that doesn't nudge and i turned this the sensitive uh sensitivity setting all the way to high hoping that would do something it literally can't nudge at all so I will be honest with you, both boards do not work. It is a, uh, so I have the one in so I can at least play pinball, but when it's going out of bounds, there's nothing I can do about it. I can't do what I would normally do with a real pinball machine and nudge it around. So I am hopeful that there is another, you know, third party aftermarket solution, some sort of board that I can put in there and try to work this thing out, but I haven't put the time into it yet. But that's where I'm at, Eric. 
unfortunately. Okay, good to know. I, I've yep. just been in the into pinball lately, so I'm trying to look at my options for someday down the road getting something. And I, I would do. Oh, a, we're gonna go. I would do a virtual pinball save room. We're gonna play. We're gonna play some pinball. Here. Okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Eric, I have one quick question for you. And unfortunately, Tim, since we didn't know you were going to be joining us this early, we don't have one specific to you. So maybe I'll think of one. That's okay. But, don't worry. I'm fine. No, but but, but, but feel so free to jump in and make fun of Far Cry. So. Yep, there you go. Far Cry sucks. Eric, <laughs> you and I, you got me hooked on Far Cry. Yes. And I've enjoyed Far Cry 4, 5, and 6. Oh, nice. You've enjoyed Far Cry 3, 4, 5, and 6, right. to my knowledge. Yep, yep, yep. But there's other games out there, such as Far Cry Primal yep. or Far Cry New Dawn. Yes. And how come both you and I have never delved into those? We're both hungry for seven. Why haven't we gone and played those other two we haven't played? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So here, here's the deal with Primal. It, it, it's two reasons. First, the story didn't catch me when I was start when I was playing because I did. I do have it, and I played maybe three. Oh, you do? Okay. Three hours into it, I do have it. My son played it. My son beat it. My son beat Primal, but I didn't. Um, I got through about three hours of it. The, the story didn't catch me. And because I'm American, <laughs> I like the guns. Guns, guns, guns. Um, I, I just like guns in Far Cry. Far Cry means guns to me. All sorts of guns and mods and modding my guns and guns. Um, Marty McGuns. Exactly. So when there wasn't, I did like the bow and arrow and primal, um, but it just didn't, it didn't catch me for some reason. So that's why. And then new dawn, I have new dawn, but I just haven't had time to play it. That's all. Okay. Yep. See, it's funny to me because in far cry, my favorite thing to do yeah. is s- sneak around quietly with the compound bow. Yeah. I love the compound bow. So too. I think I could love primal, but I haven't tried it yet. I needed to do it. So, yep. I have got a tiny little inter- interjection on this one. Please. Yes, um, yes. I was in, uh, we were out shopping the other day and uh, I went into a local store and they have um, some retro stuff and then they have sort of like some semi-modern things like Xbox 360 and, and all that sort of stuff. And I was looking on the shelves because remember I did promise that I would actually start to try and play some Far Far Cry games. I didn't have a lot Mm -hmm. of time, but I was just very quickly flicking through, and they had quite a few of the Far Cry games there for like £1, £50, £2, something like that. So I'm thinking, right, when I've got a bit more time, I'm going to go back in there, I'm going to go through the shelves, and I'm going to spend £10 on Far Cry games. and then That's a lot of games. Yeah, exactly. And then see how many I can get for that £10 and actually try and play some of them. So there you go and you can take that promise to the bank i will do it to the bank i'll send you 10 euros so you can or not euros now pounds huh so you can go to the store and uh and pick up five far cry games to find out which one works for you okay Uh, you tried one though you tried five I think. yeah no i don't think it was five i've I've got one of them somewhere um but yeah my uh, it's me i'm just i'm not saying that they're bad games it's just me I am rubbish at that type of game. So maybe I need to start earlier on in the, in the, in the genre, as it were, um, and work my way up. Um, I think you just need to come back to America, sit on my couch with me, and we just play Far Cry until it clicks. Or just get good, bro. <laughs> until you cry. Just get good. Play Far get Cry good. until you cry. Oh, I cried. <laughs> <laughs> I cried. All right, Tim. 
I'm throwing you into the bus. You know nothing about this. Eric does, but he's done it last episode. Yeah. Um, I need you to help us with our show sponsor. Things got a little stale. Eric and I continued to uh, riff, and uh, I think we kind of fell into the same routine. So I need to zhuzh it up a bit. So I went professional here, and uh, I'm going to make sure you're reading my share screen here. Are you? Are you? Uh, we're, we're on the same screen, right? Hold on a sec. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I'm pulling it up. Okay. All right, all right. So here is a little script I put together for us to do a very professional bit for RetroRewind.ca. Are you ready? I need to get it so I can actually see it. Uh, you're playing. Can you see my screen? You're playing Eric in this scene. You're playing. You're you're Eric in this scene. You're no longer Tim. You're Eric. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, use your best American accent. I love that. America. There we. America. <laughs> Uh, so, all right, we're going to go ahead and do our advertisement for our show sponsor here. Uh, Tim, don't you worry. If it's, if there's a bad word, you just say it. I'll beep you out. I'll take care of it. <laughs> um, anyways, we'll be right back after a word from our show sponsor. Hey, Eric, what you got there? Hi, Cody. You mean this old thing? Why, it's a Commodore 64 computer from the 1980s. I like I like the energy. <laughs> <laughs> I think we might need to take it down a notch or two. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, Commodore 64 computer from the 1980s. You don't say. That sure is old, and it still works? Sure, you bet. Thanks in a large part to my friends at RetroRewind.ca. RetroRewind.ca, you say? Yes. Just as, uh, just as I always say, RetroRewind.ca keeps me in the play all day. Wow, that sounded ridiculous. But what exactly is RetroRewind.ca? <clears throat> okay, I'm going to monologue here. Well, I am glad you asked. RetroRewind.ca is the best place you can go for all your Commodore and Tandy color computer parts and accessories. They have everything from diagnostic tools to capacitor kits, flashcards to, to load software and games on your old computers, and upgraded modern tech to upgrade your equipment up the wazoo wow that sounds great but what exactly is a wazoo uh i don't feel comfortable discussing that with a stranger okay i'm interested in getting a classic computer of my own perhaps one of these amigas i keep hearing about do you think i should get one absolutely they're very cool systems and this has never been more t uh, I can't read that bit. <laughs> Hang on a minute. Absolutely. They are very cool systems. There has never been more support to keep them in tip-top shape. So I shouldn't be afraid of it failing on me? No, you silly bitch. <laughs> Frank and his friends at RetroRewind.ca as just what you need to future-proof all Commodore computers, including Amigas, VIC-20s, and even the C16 and Plus 4 computers. But I don't even know where to start when it comes to working with electronics. Don't forget, you ignorant man. RetroRewind.ca also offers installation service for their accessories, full recap services, and even repairs of your non-working systems from your box of broken dreams. But .ca, doesn't that mean they're in Canada? That sounds like a pain in the butt. Yeah, actually, let me tell you all about that. They do very quick work at very affordable prices. And shipping back to the States, 
or even the UK, is even faster than a prairie fire in a tailwind. For example, right here on the website, it says that they will recap your new Amiga 500 for only $48? What? That's stupid. How do they even expect to make money? Honestly, I don't know. And please don't insult our show sponsor. Man, it sure sounds like I need to check out what RetroRewind.ca has to offer. I'm going to go ahead and head over there right now and spend all of my disposable income. Well, hold on just a moment. You can do one better. How about you only spend 90% of your disposable income? Hmm, tell me more. If you log into your account on RetroRewindCA and enter the code PG10 at checkout, Frank will take 10% off your entire order. Well, now I've heard it all. All I have to do is log in and use code PG10 at checkout, and I get a whole freaking 10% off my entire order? Dude, do you have wax in your ears? Yes, PG10 equals 10% off your order. Thanks to your pals over at the Pixel Guiden podcast. Wow. Thanks, new friend. I have a whole new world of retro gaming at the tips of my fingers thanks to RetroRewind.ca, and also to you for telling me. Great. That's my shotgun. Now get off my lawn. If old computers you must play, see RetroRewind.ca. How do you feel, Tim? How did that go? I feel pumped. (laughs) It's perfect. (laughs) So thank you, friend. Thank you, Frank, at RetroRewind.ca for supporting. That's a real advertisement, by the way. Just want to make sure everyone listening. That's all real stuff, except for the fact that uh, Tim playing Eric was being a complete jerk to me. (laughs) Um, Yeah, please check out our show sponsor. And thank you so much to RetroRewind.ca for sponsoring PixelGuiden.com. Hey there, it's Tim. And I've got all the information you need about the Pixel Guiden podcast. If you didn't know already, you can find the show Podbean site by visiting pixelguiden.com from your browser of choice. And while you're on your browser, why not check out our podcast feed on the Amigos Retro Gaming Network? You can find it at anchor.fm forward slash Amigos podcast. Have you got any questions? Has something we said driven you crazy enough to want to call us out? Or you just want to say hi? We love getting your feedback. So here are the ways you can contact us. You can reach us on the show Twitter account, which is at pixel underscore guide N. You can email us and our address is podcast at pixelguiden.com. And if you want to reach us directly, that's Cody, Eric or Tim. The best way to get us is through our Discord channel on the Amigos Retro Gaming Network. You can get there by becoming a patron of our show at $3 or more. And we will get you a link to join the fun. If you want to reach Cody, Eric or Tim directly, you can get us on the following platforms. You can reach Cody on Twitter or X and that's at oddball49. That's oddba one one four nine. Eric is also on Twitter and on Mastodon and you can get Eric on Twitter at the project. That's D-U-H-P-R-O-J-E-C-T and at Mastodon is at the project at oldbytes.space. And Tim is on Mastodon at Sanxion, that's at S-A-N-X-I-O-N, at oldbytes.space. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, we'd love it if you'd give us a review, and also for any of the other podcast catchers that you may use. 
Here on Pixel Guide N, we like to announce every patron subscriber that subscribes at a $3 or more level by using our random adjective generator and a little bit of song. And this month, we're bringing back the dub. The ambitious and stellar, blissful Jason Holland, the chic Mr. Tones, diligent Paul Jacobson, elegant Rambo with Ron Okay. Welcome back to Pixel Guide N, your number one place for game shows. Yeah! There we go, all right! Yeah, we left Cody hanging. <laughs> you know what we need, because we're obviously not jiving just yet, another beer. Yes, absolutely. Grease the wheels, as they say. As they say. Uh, so I am holding here in my hands a beer from one of my favorite, well, I shouldn't say one of my favorite breweries. I will say one of my favorite beers is also made by this brewery, Fall River Brewing Company. Um, I may have had this on the show once before. It is also an 8% alcohol by volume beer, so I will be for Wolf. schnookered. Um, yeah. And they also make Num Num Juice, which, Eric, you've had on the show with me. I have. Num Num. And this one is called Lazy Hazy. It is a Northeastern-style IPA, which also means hazy. Uh, and it says right on the top of the can, best enjoyed outdoors. It's got a nice little hazy picture of uh, a lake with a mountain in the background and a little bobber because you're chilling outdoors fishing when you're drinking this beer or talking with your buddies about like uh, retro video games. Awesome. And why not? Why not indeed. Eric, what are you working on here? So when I bought beers, I just assumed that I would have two beers because we, we talked about trading beers. <laughs> so... I only bought two t- two types of beers, so I'm having a retro rewind beer. Okay, all right. Same one we had last time, but I'm having the yeah that Vihenstapaner from the oldest brewery <laughs> left in the world, right? Yep, Eric? the world's oldest brewery brewed in Bavaria, Germany, in 1040. I'm having the Hellas. There it is. It's the same one I had last time, so I'm not going to rate it, but it's a great beer, and I'm going to have it again. It was so good, I'm going to have it twice. And 
Tim, fun fact about that beer. I was in Germany, you know, not quite two months ago, and I had I did have that beer there. So yeah, yeah, very interesting. And Tim, you're working on a tea, coffee, Red Bull. What are you drinking this morning? Oh, what is that? I've got a beer. <laughs> oh, he's what? got a beer. Good it's, boy. it's so cold, it's dripping everywhere. Um, I have it. I want this, to know what it is. This is a cow down. So it's, cow down. it's very, very graphical. There's a cow and it's pointing to another one <laughs> with an arrow. It's down. Um, this is by uh, Stone Daisy Brewery, um, which is in a place called Wiltshire. That's also very. I knew it was going to sound super <laughs> British, and it did. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, apparently, this is a social pale ale. Um, it is three point eight percent volume, um, so it's almost work safe. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and apparently, the tasting notes are refreshing, hoppy, zest, and positively lacking cow, which is a good thing. Well, it's lacking <laughs> cow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Nice, nice. All right, I'm going to go ahead and stop sharing here. All right, well, let's go ahead and do ourselves a little, how do we say, cheers, my friends. Cheers, guys. Cheers, everybody. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, I don't know what it was, but... I thought it was the coolest thing when when friends would make gun sounds or like explosion yeah. sounds. Pew, pew, and like pew. there was cool ones and there was lame ones. Like no one said boom, but like gagoosh. Yeah. <laughs> like because you got to simulate the the what is it the 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 shock wave right? So you got to you got to simulate that somehow in yeah, audio. Yeah, and it sounds so cool. And then I'll be like, I'm gonna one up. I'm gonna do bow. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and then I'm like, no, that was not cool. Oh my gosh, that was Cody. not it. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like a sick dog. <laughs> oh my gosh. All oh, right. Anyways, uh, beer's delicious. We were rating these out of 89 because we were just playing Batman 1989 games. Let's just stick with that rating system, shall we? So out of 89 boomerang or batterings, batterings, batterings. Uh, Eric already rated his beer, so just go ahead and reiterate. What did you give it last time, Eric? I don't know. I forgot. Perfect. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I forgot. I like this it was one. Good, though. I like this one, but it's thicker and stronger than Num Num Juice. Not as drinkable, so I have to go a little lower. Uh, it is not an everyday beer. It's not. It's one I enjoy from time to time. So I will give this one out of eighty nine. I'm going to give this one a solid seventy four. It is a very good beer. Um. Sometimes, Tim. Um, this, considering the time of the morning, is surprisingly refreshing. Um, <laughs> this is actually really good. It's very nice. Um, it's a pale ale. It's pretty standard. Um, it's, it's not. Um, it's not knocking it out of the park, but then it's certainly not um, a howling gourds or anything like that. So. Um, Knock it out the park. Um, I'm going to give this a solid 75. Oh, okay. oh. All right. All Hello. Right. I'm enjoying Hello, it. mister. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to get off her? Um, <laughs> I think it is that time, MC Eric. All right. To let us know what the name is of this game show. 
It's the same as the last time. This is the $10 pyramid. Da, 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 da. Ooh, I like how you used your own thing. I might use that instead of the game show sound. That's da, 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 da. Oh, sh- I got to get the soundboard up. We're doing lots of we're doing timer. lots of ditties today. If you haven't noticed, there's another. There's another one. That, one. <laughs> that one though, I'm going to save into a clip and play it throughout all of next episode. Good. I'm also going to include the sound of a soundbite of you calling me a silly bee. Yeah, <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> All right, Eric, how's that soundboard coming? Because we're ready to play. I can't remember the name of the uh, show. The Eric's Game Show. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, that's a lot. That's too much. <laughs> it's not that good of a game. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. The right answer. Let's do right answer. That's the right answer. Uh-huh. So anyway, here are the rules of ten dollar pyramid. I'm going to text a clue. We're going to spin the wheel first. We're going to spin the wheel and make the deal. Oh, I stole that. Got to put a nickel for the for the, for the the Brent and Aaron. <laughs> That's a dollar for uh, that one, I think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm going to spin the wheel. It's going to pick a console or a computer. I think – yeah, I have all I have all consoles. A system. We're going to pick a console. A console, all right. Um, and then I'm going to text them the name of a game. It's not going to be as easy as it was last time. I'm not going to pick more mainstream games. Rule, and then, rule one of the game, which we learned last yeah. time, is don't read the text out loud immediately beyond your own control. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so it's a cooperative game. We need to get at least seven out of ten. And so if I send a clue to Cody, Cody's going to read the name of the game, but not out loud in his mind. Yes. And then he's going to give Tim clues one word at a time. And then Tim has to answer. And he can say pass or whatever. Because once he says something, then Cody can send him another clue and another one. No, he can keep a stream of clues coming. Yeah, you just got to keep on guessing, Tim. Tim, you just got to keep on guessing. If you're not getting it right away, just say pass, pass, pass. Or or throw a game out. I don't care. Banjo Kazooie. throw, Throw a game out. Exactly. You might get it right. Um, and then so it's cooperative, and if you guys get seven of these right, and then we just flip flop and take turns. You missed one very important rule, Eric. If we What's get that? if we get seven out of ten, we win. Yes, and we get a pat each other on the back. If we get eight out of ten, we cure cancer for the entire world and save humanity. That this is was true. On my back last time, and yes. I failed heinously. We, so come on, we were right there. We won the game. We did not cure cancer, and I blame most of that on Tim. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone does. Just just heap a little more on my narrow shoulders. <laughs> Cancer not actually cured. <laughs> I'd give the disclaimer. There you go. Yeah. I need more beer to make um, this that much better. All right, let me find my 30-second timer here. I know I had it. There we go. Ooh. You'll hear that when the when it starts. And then you'll have 30 seconds. So you guys got to keep rapid-fire clues. Okay, you ready? Who's who's going first? Who's giving clues? I'm going to have Cody go first. Okay. Because I have your screen up where I can text you. Perfect. Uh, I think so. We have to spin the wheel first, right? Yep. So we're going to the, spin the wheel first. Here we go. You ready? I'm, I'm, nice and hard here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> really? Really, Eric? <laughs> That's a good PS1! Spin. PS1. All right. Oh, I love that. That was a... Station. That was a solid, frothy spin. Well done. PS2. PS1. 
Oh, I'm sorry. PS1. Oh, You're yeah, already that, trying to cheat. Change. I was already. <laughs> exactly. Okay, hold on. Let me pull this up. I'm gonna pull. I got to pull up my notes. I took. I made a list of games, but I got to pull those up. So hold on. Do, do I get to do what Tim did last time and stare at the the text and go, wait, 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 hold on, hold on. Um, um. <laughs> There's gonna be a lot of that. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna send this to you, and uh, I am gonna start off with the, the first round is gonna be a little easier. Well. That, that was already a hint that you didn't need to give us, but we got this, Tim. Okay, here we go. Waiting for transmission. I've got the game, and I will not say it out loud. You're ready. You just say the first clue, and I'll start the timer. Snake. Uh, pass. Camouflage. I'm trying to think, but I can't think of anything pass. Solid. Ah! Metal Gear Solid. Uh, <laughs> oh, geez, that's part of the name. All right, I ruined it. That's on me. Gosh, darn it! That's what I was trying to think of. Soon, I could have got it off Snake can't, if I could think of the game. If you give me say, seconds, can't nope. say the word. You're right. So that is uh, the first one is not good. All so right, Tim, in my I'm defense, send you a clue. In my defense, yeah, yeah. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Also in my defense. I'm an idiot as well. Also so in your defense. I should have got it off that first one. I, I knew what game it was. I just couldn't think of the title. Also in my defense, I was like Metal In my head, I'm thinking Metal Gear, right? And then I said Snake. Yeah, exactly. So it's Solid Snake. Yep. It's, and that's where the Solid came. And then I look back and went, shoot, it's Metal Gear. Solid, specifically. All right. No problem. <sighs> We're just getting it on the belt. Getting this all worked out. No, oh, man. So I... I I do need you guys to fill in the silences, though, when I'm looking up the game. Well, all right, I'll fill it in this way. I magically am now scratching the back, the back of my neck where yeah. the sun has been beaming down on me all summer. I'm starting to feel yeah. little little spots that may or may not be cells, you know. Uh, and we're not we're not doing anything to help cure this at this point in time, Eric. No, not, no definitely no, not. not yet. Um, we are now. No, here we, we go. We now need either, seven out of or eight out of nine to cure. That's right. Here we go. I'm dreading. All right, Tim. <laughs> got this, buddy. Just don't say the name. Just keep sending me clues. I got this. Nintendo. The original Nintendo. All right. And yes. Oh, God. <laughs> Tim's not going to recognize this game. Do, 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 do. All right. So let's do. Yeah, let's do that. There we go. I like it. No hints. This is going to be a. No this is going to be a legit win. Oh, so Tim, I'm going to send it to you on the same way I did last time. Is that okay? Yep, I'm ready. Okay. It's kind of a clandestine way of saying it. Doop, 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 doop. I hope our listeners are playing along. Do they receive the text as well, magically? No, but they knew what Solid Snake was. (laughs) It's on its way, Tim. You should have it. Okay. Give that first clue. I'm ready. Are you ready? Just when you do your first clue, I'll start it. Yep. Jumps. Mario. Overheating. Excite bike. Nice. Done. That's it. Okay, I got that one. <laughs> I knew that game. <laughs> well done. Tim. Well, well done. done. I was part All of that. Right, I was part of that, that equation too. Yeah, yeah. Well done. Spin that wheel. Here we go. Nope. So your third clue would have been exciting. Oh, shoot. <laughs> N64. Oh, Nintendo 64. All right, Cody. You guys got those in England, right, Tim? Yeah, I'll do, I'll yeah. do my usual joke. My brain's gone all foggy. 
There you go. I'll go to Aiden. Oh, there's, a, <laughs> there's a Nintendo 64 fog joke. I think we're going to make them a little tougher this time. Mm, mm. It's a hint. Kind of. Oh, that beer's too too good. I must stop drinking it. <laughs> Gotta work. What are you talking about? You need to, you need to drink another. There's no one in the no house. <laughs> Eric's? On its way there, Cody. All right, all right. Got it. All right. When you on your first clue, RPG, Legend of Zelda, Nintendo, Legend of Zelda, Luigi, uh, Mario RPG, Super Close. Mario RPG. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> Is that a clue, Eric? Can I give the next one now? Sure. Origami. Uh, Paper Mario. Yes. Got it. (laughs) Yeah, that's a nice clue. Well done, Cody. Yes. (laughs) That was legit. No, that wasn't too close. That was good. Good job, Cody. That was thinking outside the box. Good, good, good. Trying to get there. So you guys got two so far out of three. Not bad. Now, we can still now, was, that bad. Two, was that Super Paper Mario? Or was it, I think it was no. just Paper Mario. Was Paper, it's Mario. Paper Mario. Yeah. 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 So, so hold on a second. Super yeah. Mario RPG was on the Nintendo 64. Was Paper Mario? I thought that was GameCube. Was it? No. I, I, I've if, got it uh, from 2000. Really? Was, pa- was Paper Mario on the N64? I didn't think it was. Uh, let me look it up. I, I I might be wrong. I might have had it wrong on my list. We still here. got it right. I think we should get like double points because we got a game that wasn't even on the system we were talking about. Paper Mario came out on the Nintendo 64 in Japan, August 11th, 2000. Okay. Yeah. Yep, and I see, the, here's the box. I see the wow. box and it's a Nintendo okay. 64 box. Okay. Well, <laughs> cool. we, we still got it. So that's fair. You guys got it. So take your victory. Let's spin the wheel. All right. Spin. Spin that sucker. These are manly that was, spins. That was a good spin. I like that one. GameCube. Oh, GameCube. All right. Oh. Yeah, these spin. You know, the Brent's right. The harder you spin these, the better the results. Oh, yeah. All right. Brent's never wrong. <laughs> Except when he's wrong. <laughs> Except when he's wrong. Exactly. 50% of the time, he's right every time. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Oh, it's me. So I'm now, sending this it? to Tim. We, right? we, can, we can still yeah. we can still cure cancer. This is good. <clears throat> I'm feeling good oh, about human race in general. This. I'm not going to pick this as the obviously as the clue. On the GameCube was Paper Mario the Thousand Thousand uh, Door thousand Year so. Door or thousand something Year Door exactly Yeah Thousand Year Door That's right. So okay. anyway, okay, fair enough. All right, I'm ready. Eric's still trying to pick the right game, the one that feels appropriate. Yep. I'm trying to pick the one that feels appropriate. I feel like he's the Wizard of Oz. He's this little man in his cave yelling at us from afar, even though he's trying to... Maybe something that Tim actually knows, yeah. (laughs) I think he's trying to pick one you don't know. No, I really am trying to pick one that at least I think you would know. Give me a fighting chance here. Okay. Whenever you're I'm ready. ready, I'll start. Okay, go ahead. Shoot him up. Oh, shoot. I'm just going to say res. Japanese. Uh, Bengayo. It's not the right system. 
Um, weird. No, no, I can't say that's two words. Um, perspective. Ooh, um, sin and punishment. No. We're out of time. Out of time, but let, let me try it here. Black. Black. GameCube. I'm just going to try to keep... No, oh, Ikaruga. Yes. <laughs> Can't that give was, it to you, but... That was GameCube. See, I played that on the Dreamcast my whole life, so that didn't click, but yeah, black and yeah. white would have done it. All right, so so far we have two out of four. We can still not win. To, not bad. We can still win. We're just going to play it until we get to 10, see where you, where which, you are. Which see most of can... our listeners... Um, you know, would would be excited that we can win the game still, and not as yeah. disappointed that cancer is going to continue on, at least until yeah, next maybe, month, because we're going to keep you we'll, doing this, Eric. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll just cure herpes or something. I mean, okay. okay. If we're, we're going to if we're going to keep going to ten, we'll be here till next month. <laughs> Five out of ten cures herpes. Five out of ten uh, is crabs. Crabs. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> here it goes. You gave me crabs, you stupid. <laughs> PS1 again. All right. Luckily, I have those notes up. So here comes the clue. Got Cody. it. Metal Gear Solid. Shoot. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Yeah. Ooh, Eric's yeah. feeling good about it. He's feeling sassy about this one. In fact, I'm going to cut and paste that boy in there. All cut right. and paste. Aren't they playing next week at the uh, Hacienda cut and paste? Yeah, I'm not... Wait a minute. I'm not going to pick that one. That would be cruel. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. I kind of want it now. Are you sure? All right. I'll give it to you. Let's do it. I want to see what it is. Why not? I'm going to throw you a little curveball here. All right. Curve it up. Tim, first clue is this is a curveball. <laughs> Baseball Stars 90. So it's PlayStation 1, right? Yeah. Do you think? Do you guys think we should incorporate a pass? Like, if you don't like it, you get one pass per round. So if it's a game you never played before, I don't want to be like... Nope, let's do it. Okay, fair enough. So start with your first clue and you're ready. Uh, I might need a little gray area here, but well, I'll try not to need it. Let's see. All right. I'm going to be pretty lenient, so you do what you got to do. Fighter. Uh, Mortal Kombat. 3D. Tekken. Third. Tekken 3? Yes, thank you. <laughs> that was the gray area I needed. There's no, no. That was pretty gray. That was close to black. <laughs> Just give me that, that was much. approaching give black, me that but much. I'm going to give it to you. Because I'm going to give it to you because I want to cure crabs. I could have said, like, the sequel to the sequel. <laughs> but that wouldn't right. be one word. All right. I could have gone any way on that, and I just went Tekken, and it was like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, guys, you got three out of five. I wanted to say Cheetah Guy. Good. <laughs> Didn't have a cheetah, go, like, a, like a cheetah man fighting in that game. Oh, that was a short spin. Nintendo again. All right, Nintendo it is. As long as Tim, as long as Tim knows what this game is, then I think we're doing all right. I've already got it for him, so let me text him. Hold on, I don't have a web app for that, so hold on. There's an app for that. I don't know how you guys are communicating, but you guys are using some weird, like, smoke signals. Oh, uh, no. I was dreading this one. 
fire and uh, cloth to, to communicate. I'm going to, like I said, Tim, I think I'm going to institute a rule that if you don't like it, you really just can't deal with it. You can do a pass. I'll pick another one. I say man up. Mm. Yeah, but I've got to give you enough to actually guess with. <laughs> um, I'll say pass a lot. Right, come on, let, let's, let's go. Let's, let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. I'll, let's I'll, do it. I'll, I'll do what I can to help you get some words out. Okay, Tim? Words are failing me. Go okay. ahead. Whenever you're ready. Let's go. You say your first clue. Say your first clue. Your, your clue. Oh, no. The first one is... <laughs> First okay. name, uh, I, I, name I'm going to have to say this because it's it's a style. Run and gun. Pass. Uh, robot. Pass. Uh, bullets. Probotector. Similar. Metal storm. Close. Contra. Yes! Oh, yeah! <laughs> you guys got it. So, Pro Protector was Contra, except with robots. That's what I thought. Yeah, so that should have been the accurate answer, actually. Yeah. When, if you were saying robots, we were going for Pro Protector. Nice. So well we done. Got, we got four out of six right now. I like so it. That's not bad. All right, Cody, let's, get, let's spin the wheel here. Love it. Spin it. Dreamcast. All right. All right. Let's get some 64-bit love in here. I got my phone right, up. So I'm ready pull, to receive your much. textage. That's how I talk now. Textage. <laughs> Eric, I'm going to need you to slip into my DMs with the game from the Dreamcast era. Send me your MSG. Isn't that what they put in Chinese food? Something like that. <laughs> It's like the super salt. Super salt? Monosodium glutamate, isn't it? Hmm. That's my favorite. Mm, I'm on a diet right now. Did did I ever tell you guys I'm on a diet right now? Yeah, you are. Literally, my dinner today, my dinner today, because I prepared, I had a boba bar, which which is these little nutrient bar things for like 250 calories for breakfast. For lunch, I had tuna and crackers. (laughs) And then for dinner, I just had cherries and yeah. a small quesadilla and prepared for three beers worth of calories. Wow. So, don't... <laughs> <laughs> so, for what it's worth, <laughs> if you ask me what my, what my exercise is, none. If you ask me what my uh, my nutrition plan is, none. I am just literally starving myself too thin. So, yeah, I was going to say, if you ask me what my calorie intake is, it's none. <laughs> it's none. Exactly. <laughs> All you right. should have received the clue, Cody. Start whenever you're ready. Rollerblades. Passed. Spray paint. Uh, jet grind or jet set radio. Done. You got it. Bing, 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 nice. bing, 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 bing. Oh, man. It's light applause. I should have done the heavy one. If you wouldn't have got it after those two, I would have said rollerblades again. I mean... <laughs> Or kick me off the show. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have cured herpes. <laughs> yeah, uh, cra- yeah, crabs and herpes. Or crabs, whatever. One crabs of the other. Whatever we yeah, sure. Let's make it a combo. So is that what does that mean? We got five out of six so far? You have five. Well, you, wait, you have four. Five, eight out of eight. You have five out of eight. Oh, 
Okay, we can still win, but we can't care. All right, all right. Two more. You need to win. Let's two win the more. show. Let's try to keep it alive. We'll cure cancer next month. Tim, you have a clue coming your way. Let's spin the wheel. GameCube. GameCube. That's Tim's favorite console. That's what I've heard. Find one that is. You said meatball. Now I'm hungry for meatball. Give me some meatball. I'm hungry for everything right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to throw you a microphone. Everything everything sounds good. (laughs) Mm. All right. It's on the way, Tim. Okay. I'm ready to uh, get the message. (laughs) I'm ready to receive. I wasn't going to say that. Okay. Oh, we're ready. This was GameCube. Oh, that was fast. The internet is crazy fast. Whenever you're ready. Okay. You say the clue. Oh, uh, Isabel. Uh, pass. Um. <laughs> really? One clue? That's all you had ready to go? You're pumped. Camping. Camping. Pass. Fishing. Oh, she- I'm going to say pass for now, but I'm thinking about it. Six um, seconds. Tom. Animal Crossing. Yes. Sam, you guys got it! Uh, See, does, does a name count as one word? Or can you only say... So I could I could have said Tom Nook. Yeah, sure. I, I'd you be, didn't need to. I would be. We're good. We got yeah. this. No, no I, no, I know. But when I he could, said camping... I, I could have said that straight away, but I thought, no, I better go with Isabel because that's the other character. And that's I've one never word. played an Animal Crossing game in my life. I would not know the character, except for Tom Nook, because I make fun of him often. Exactly. Because he's the nicest landlord, overlord, devil yeah. that I've ever... He's, he's not nice. He's passive aggressive. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Man is evil. <laughs> that is exactly it. All right. Sorry, that raccoon. raccoon. Cody's clue will be good. I'm, I'm PS2. a better PS2. I'm a PS2. better. I'm a better giver um, than a receiver. So let's go ahead yeah. and do a PS2. PS2 game here. All right. Let me look at the list here. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Zipada, 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 zipada. Can All right, I music- got. Can oh. we do musical clues? Does that count as a word? All right, this Could isn't I a word. But- <laughs> I wanted All to right, hum the animal clues coming. Remember, guys, you get one pass too if you really just think it's a bummer. I don't think we ever agreed to that, but okay. I, I'm the games master. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So Eric wants me to pass, but I'm a man. I don't. Do I don't do pass. You gonna do that one? Yes. This will be interesting. This will be. This will be something. This will be something. Okay. This is. Yeah. This is. This will be hard. I don't think we're gonna get it, but I'm gonna go for it anyways. Okay. All right. Um. Pub- a publisher might be a good good one on that one. Thanks for the hint. I don't know what the publisher is on this game. Are you serious? I don't. All right, all right. Scotch, scotch. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Tim, this is going to be a long shot, man. I can't even think of clues. I'm going to be honest with you. I know the game. Um, 
let's go with middle school. School days. We're talking about PlayStation 2, by the way. Um, Uniforms. Bully. Yeah! (laughs) Wow, though. Wow, though. That was I had that fantastic. on the first one, but I was like, I, I remember seeing, I remember the box, and I, I just threw something out there just to buy some time. You, ni- you <laughs> nailed it, Tim. I am impressed. Man, that was all you, because I did not give you much to work with. Is that you rock guys star have well done. Done. cancer. That was, was Rockstar. Rock yes, it yeah. was. Yeah. Yes, it you was. Guys have, you guys have cured cancer. Cancer no, not actually cured. We did not, though. We were at, what are yeah. we at? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven, seven is a seven win. Eight was cure. Oh, eight was a cure. Eight was okay, a cure. Seven was just a win. Uh, six was catastrophic failure. Nuclear bomb goes off. Half the world is destroyed. We get sent into a, a utopian dystopia that's only women and no men exist on Earth anymore. Hmm. And they try and to figure out how to recreate death. Yes. <laughs> so basically, we created the status quo. Here goes Tim's clue. Oh, oh we, we can still cure cancer. I thought yeah. I thought we were done. We're not done. Oh, we, we still, still care. Oh, Tim. Just one Dang. more. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Dreamcast. It's on, it's on me again. Come yes. on. It's on you. <laughs> this, you oh. cure cancer or not? It's not on you, Tim. These are. I have to answer correctly. These are. This is teamwork, my friend. No, it's on me with the guessing with the with the clues. The clues. <laughs> it's all on Tim. And it, by the way, it's childhood cancer. Patch Adams put on his little red nose and he's looking at you, waiting for waiting for your results. The system, I completely missed it. Dreamcast, it's Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Okay, we're going trying to pick a good one here. Descending into chaos now. (laughs) Oh man, I can't believe you got bully out of those keys. Well done, well done, sir. (laughs) That was the most impressive. That was the play of the game, right there. What did All I right, say? Wait, middle school in uniform? You don't even have middle school in England, do you? We did. I went to a middle school. Oh, it's middle school? <sighs> you can pass if you want, but I, I actually think that's a pretty decent one, Tim. Okay. No, we don't pass. We don't pass. We don't this pass. We're, we don't we're pass. men. We don't pass. Okay. Whenever right. you're ready. All right. And ju- it's just cancer on the line. No pressure. Okay, Rod. Pass. Um, water. Wave Race 64, which is a Nintendo game, not a Dreamcast. Continue. Controller. Aquaman. Line. Sega Bass Pro Fishing. Got it. Yes. I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you. It's we Sega Bass Fishing, technically. Oh, yeah. well Sega done. Bass Fishing, technically, but that's close enough. You said all the words, at so the very, I give it to you. At the very end, I switched. I was, my last pass or whatever word I said, I don't even know what Aquaman, which is in the game, was me trying to get one more just hint from, from Tim. And then I thought of the name of the game I was going to say, which... I still can't think of what's that game with the the fish with the man face that you talk to with the microphone? 
I know the uh, one you mean. Yeah, I can't. I can't oh, think yeah, name. I don't know the name of that one. <laughs> and I was that thinking it was that weird. one, but then I weird, weird, weird Japanese one, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh my gosh, what was that called? <clears throat> and then at the last second, I'm like, wait, he said rod and fishing. It's got to be a fishing game, which is Sega Bass yep. fishing. All right. Yep. Yeah, and that concludes our game. Cancer is cured. Oh, Cancer not actually cured. <laughs> <laughs> At least for a month, it's cured. All right, we'll uh, we'll reinstate <laughs> next month, and we'll see what we can't do again. Well done, Eric. Thanks. I, that was fun. I think it went. I think it went better than last time. So I'm happy. Last time was great, Eric. I think you it was fun. I think you, uh, uh, Paris Paris Hilton, once said a quote that I quote very often, even though it's not an exact quote, because I can't remember the exact words, but it was something to the point of don't ever do anything well. Otherwise people will ask you to do it again. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I think you just <laughs> entered yourself at the official game, game show MC for the show. Like these last yeah, two have been great. I got to think of a new and a creative way to use the wheel, which I will. No, I, I, will. I like exactly what you're doing. This is great. This is good. <laughs> you don't need right. you don't need to fix what ain't broken. This is going well. All right, cool. So now, what are we doing next here? Uh, we I are pulling say, out a brown box. Yeah, woohoo! I, I got the box right Let's here from this. Tim. Let's do this. Uh, oh, so here it is, and it's it's heavy as crap. So it I, is for for the listeners who may not be uh, seeing. Well, I know they're not seeing the video because we don't post any video. Um, we talked about it a little bit last episode, a little bit at the beginning of this episode, but we received a box in the mail addressed to Eric Nelson and Cody Hoffman. Although Eric physically has it at his house, and I am not physically in. I'm an hour from the box at the moment, but Tim sent us some stuff. We know there's a few items in there, Eric, that you and I purchased and Tim helped us get over there. But I have been tipped in that there might be an item or two in there that we don't know about yet. So either way, I'm very excited to see. I'm very excited. The box open. Maybe. Thank you, Tim. And I wanted to say that this, Box opening is brought to you by the Kershaw Cryo. Oh, <laughs> Eric's getting stabby with his knife. Stabby! You know what? I'm going to stab you, Box. <laughs> you know, I, I felt good about the wheel, the sound, the, the thunk of the wheel as it spun, but not as good as that mm-hmm. Kershaw knife flicking open. That, was, know, that was a click. Ready, ready to render flesh into... <laughs> so the first thing I see when I open the box, I'm going to be try to try to be graphic about this. So, so this box was co uh, co produced by uh, myself and Danica. Nice, <laughs> thank you, Danica. Really appreciate. So there's bubble wrap across the top. First, and then, first of all, is there any damage to the box itself? No, actually, the box came, that is box great. came very well intact, and especially for its weight, it was pretty heavy. And especially yeah. considering that UPS delivered it, yeah. Oh, UPS is the word. I could tell a story about UPS. We won't today, though. We don't have time. No, we don't have time. But so on the top, laid across the top are these crunchy wrappers. That is always a good sign. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) There's none in there, but I I just teased you with the wrappers. No, Tim, actually, the first gift that you gave me is the fact that I got to see the crunchies and get excited and taste them visually, mentally. But but I don't have to eat them because I'm on a diet. So this is good. This is good for me. (laughs) Oh, and in here are crunchies up the wazoo. Oh, man. I didn't know. I I really didn't even think about this for some reason. There are beers in here. Oh, there sure are. And there, oh man, there are lots of beers. There no are wonder two, this thing. 
there are two the same. So there's a pack for Cody and a pack for Eric. Oh, man, that is so awesome. I'll open one of these so I can... You say they're identical, right? They're identical, and you can do... Uh, hopefully, you'll do them on the on yeah. the next show. Stay on tuned September. for episode 114 of Pixel Guide In, where we taste these beers. Where we yep, I'm going to open one and just say what the beers are, so I'm going to have to open my Kershaw Cryo again. Click. <laughs> <laughs> I flipped my knife open at the exact same moment to try to, be, yes. try, try to feel like we're buddies. Yes. Even though and I know I'm typically it's just English, a and I don't have any dangerous stabbing insta- instruments. Around. Yeah, you got to get. We got to solve that. <laughs> in, in England, are there any knife laws? Are you allowed? Are you only allowed to own sharpened blades to a certain size unless they're for cooking? Yeah, just don't carry them. Otherwise, you will get arrested. Really? Yeah. Really? So you're allowed to yeah. own a, an eight inch long cooking knife for cutting meat, but if you walk outside your house with that, or if you're transporting yeah. it from the store you're to your house, get taken down. Yeah. What on earth? <laughs> oh man. So here's the first one: Tailgate Brewery Peanut Butter Milk Stout and Strawberry Jelly. That sounds great. <laughs> Peanut Butter and Jelly Milk Stout. We have to try that on the show. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And it's Tailgate Brewery as well, so I thought that's perfect. Tailgate. <laughs> that's America right there. Tailgate is that an Brewery, English beer, though? And a, and a, well, it, it's been brought over here. I don't think so. I think it's actually an American beer. Eric, Eric where does it really say on there? I think it's American brewed. Nashville, Tennessee? There you wow. Go. See? That's been double imported, Eric. That means that <laughs> yeah, it's going to be extra, extra delicious. <laughs> now, now, I'm going to stop you right there because I have to interject. Tim, you sent me, uh, this is a personal text. I don't mean to, you know, air out your dirty laundry. But you went in England to an American diner that recently opened up. I did, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was pretty cool. And it's awesome. It's really nice. Did it remind you of your visit over here? Uh, not really, because the decor was like really 1970s. So uh, yeah. we also didn't. Yeah. I don't think we went to to breakfast together at all. We didn't go to no, breakfast. We didn't. Really, no, 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 no. I was I was a bit bummed about that. Maybe next time we can do that. I, w- I want to. I will go say the me- Ar- Arby's or whatever it is. Yeah, not Arby's. not Arby's. Denny, Denny's. You're probably thinking Denny's. 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 Yes. Denny's. Yeah, yes. Arby's. Yes. You're not getting breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> Arby's. You're getting roast beef and diarrhea. <laughs> 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 true true so, um so the next one is by brew dog good if you tie it in though <laughs> cut out the middleman just throw it straight down the toilet <laughs> brew dog 5 a.m saint american red ale now that looks legit that one i've yeah, this not looks seen legit. this one from brew dog and i think it's a limited edition so and there was only two cans left so i couldn't even get myself one and the interesting thing is this is made looks like in japan that was my nickname in college, Brewdog. What made in Japan? Brewdog. <laughs> <laughs> Next one is Sagatuck Brewing Company. Sagatuck. Yep. Put that to uh, the 6% what, blueberry what? maple stout. Ooh, Do you remember I sent you, you a picture you. of that one? <laughs> oh, that, that actually has a picture of pancakes with like maple syrup and blueberries on it. That's, yep. It sure does. That is American breakfast yeah. right there. So all that looks three really of those. good. All three of those come from a, um, uh, well, you you may have seen them actually over in uh, Germany from Lidl. They yeah, have Lidl, Lidl? Lidl's over in Germany, yeah, su- I, uh, supermarkets or grocery stores as you guys call them. Yeah, this one's made in Michigan. 
<laughs> these are like these are like from this is not these aren't from the uk no, 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 no <laughs> that's this, great this is, the, this is the irony i wanted to send them back to you guys <laughs> that's that's awesome originally these cost 39 cents each but by the time tim got us back to them to us they've been four dollars and 32 cents each so yeah yeah <laughs> so here is the reason for the season look at this yes Bam. there's one the, so two of these so uh, uh well go ahead yeah, tim you yeah. tell us what this is so uh eric is od holding up the c64 so or as most people call it the c64 maxi um so on i think it was probably on the last uh episode was it one 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 or something like that um you guys were talking about that you wanted one of these um and you couldn't get them over in the states um so i messaged you guys and said right i can get those no problem i can get them straight off of amazon and that's what i did so i went to amazon um and of course i had fomo so i had to buy one myself as well (laughs) (laughs) so we've all got a c64 maxi and um kind of i've already mentioned this once you're listening to this wonderful listeners i've already mentioned it on my tea time with tim section because i did a little bit about it on there as well yep so yeah yeah cody and eric both have one now the 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 tides have turned and all the cool retro stuff that's being released now is released in england and we're lucky to get it in america if we can and this is what this is an item i've been waiting for for like two years now to show up on amazon I think they're like the very first batch that came to America. Some people got, but it was pre-ordered, and once it was shipped, it was gone. And for two years, I've been waiting for this thing to show up on Amazon or any other website. I don't mean it doesn't need to be Amazon. And all I can find is like three hundred dollars plus, like scalper prices and stuff. Uh, so Tim explained about a year ago. He's like, we can get them on you know Amazon Co.uk or whatever it is. Uh, and I'm like, well, I'm sure they'll show up here somewhere. They have not. So it was time. I really wanted to get the VIC-20 version, which is the exact same physical thing, but in a case that says VIC-20 on it instead of, you know, the C64, just because I thought that was that that much more niche. But um, yeah, I wanted to have a solution to just plug into my room, in my bedroom, on my little flat screen there, and yeah, have a full Play working HDMI out C64 emulator it's cool. It's very cool. Thank it you, is. Tim. It's it's good. It's good for the C sixty four stuff. The Vic twenty is another story. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> to me. Right, well, to me. I, we can listen to Tim's mini review, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I will. We'll, we'll we'll go over that and maybe in catching up. Let's, okay. let's let's move on with the box. Sounds good. <laughs> yep. So, um, and, and one last thing I wanted to say was I the reason I wanted this is I mean I have ten thousand ways to play Commodore sixty four stuff, but if you had told me back in the day that I could in 2023 order a full-size commodore 64 with a working keyboard mm-hmm. no matter what was inside um that's amazing if you really think about it a computer that's this old was it 30 years old now i mean 40 40 yeah 40 years old um, 40 years old and next year is it all this year to get that anywhere is amazing i i had to get it i would just i've, I've wanted it since they they released it so thank you tim i Agreed. really appreciate that for hooking us up with that and uh we'll we'll get you the money for that for sure don't let us forget to do that so. i'm not gonna forget that <laughs> <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> so look at this look at this little thing 
What? Altered Beast. That's all I see. It, Activision. What is this it? This is metal. This is like a, what is that, Tim? Is this is like, this is like an sign? ad that went on a. That that was what uh, you might. I showed you that last month, but anyway, yeah. you probably don't remember. Um, that came over from Gary in the in the in the little bags I, that he he set me up with. Yeah, um, so I remember you saying I, that. Yeah. One of you can have that. I mean, I kind of send it over for Cody because he's got all the room and he's got his sort of like wall yeah. of. Uh, no, Cody, you welcome stuff. to that. It's cool. It's made out of metal. Like so, I mean, it's a cool thing to hang on the wall. Very cool. Very cool. Right on. So, that is really neat. It's, Alter Beast is a very cool vibe. Yeah, the not, game itself n- is rubbish. Not but. a great game. <laughs> <laughs> cool vibe. Cool vibe. I like the artwork on that one. So, yeah. it's, it's nice to go up on the wall. Love it. Just don't play the game. <laughs> so many candies in here, though. Galaxy oh, Ripple. I don't think we've had that one. I, What's a Galaxy those, Ripple? I've never, oh. Those are nice. So they they are like um, similar to the Cad- Cadbury's Flake. Very, very similar. Yep. But it's uh, the Galaxy Chocolate, and it's kind of like um, uh, rolled chocolate. So it's sort of like ribbons of chocolate rolled up together so very it's, airy, it's difficult to explain but more of a texture thing than a yeah it's, yeah. it's yummy <laughs> nice so cody lots of crunchies which is great but you lots of dairy milks Ooh. and lots of the fudge what are these, these are fudge just, my my fudge. daughters love the fudge fudges that are amazing actually my claire <laughs> loves the fritos which is just a uh or freddo yeah which is yeah. just chocolate but it's in the shape of a frog and she loves that one yeah Darn it. If I'd have known that, I would have put some of those in the boxes. Nah, nah. She's got, she'll love the fudge. And there's lots of those. So I'm going to, I'll split those up, Cody. Nice. Yeah. So put that up to the camera, please, Eric. This one? Uh, Yeah. Well, that says Cody. So, yeah. There we go. (laughs) I remember I labeled this one with your permission, Cody. Uh, Denied. (laughs) Too bad. (laughs) Denied. So when we were in Germany, I, get, I think it's a Swiss chocolate, but Milka was everywhere. Yep. Yeah. Milka. And oh my gosh, that stuff for the price is amazing. It's super creamy. And it was like, in Germany specifically, like a full size, I don't know, like three times the size of American candy bar. And it was like one euro. And I, I don't understand how they, yeah. It's, food in general in Germany was amazingly inexpensive compared to what we have here. <gasps> There it is. It finally made yes. it to you. <laughs> the boomerang controller. So that is the CD32 the CD32 controller, controller right. that Tim helped Hold me procure. I fully plan on paying for it. But um, the CD32, you guys sent me a CD32, and I'm super grateful for it. It did not have the original controller, and it did yep. not have, um, understandably so, the, the, the fancy upgraded Honeybee, which Tim and, and now I've, I've used Eric's. Is yeah. kind of the uh, the de facto controller for actually playing games on a CD32, but I wanted but the original experience. Are crazy money now. <laughs> the honeybees are. Yeah, they're still going for like seventy, eighty pound each. Yeah, it's just crazy. Well, I really wanted the this original one... CD32 boomerang controller, so I got one. So thank you for sending that over. I appreciate it, Eric. Yep, yep. that's for me, yeah. and I can see the yep. shape of this, and I think I'm gonna get your like knife it. out, bro. Where's your knife? It's right Where's here. Where's your Kershaw? You're American. Yeah, you, you, you're allowed to legally own a, a sharpened piece of metal. I am. I use mine whenever I can. That's right. These are, I can tell, Famicom games. Yoo-hoo. Nice. 
Oh, load runner. That's awesome. That's championship load runner. Ooh, oh, that's right. Championship, championship load runner. I was going to say, I have that's load runner, but mine doesn't, mine doesn't look like that. I got a uh, Zoids. Yep. Well, <laughs> no we idea. Cured that. We should have cured that on <laughs> the game show. We should Zoids, yeah. Zoids. I would have guessed that. Zoids. I could have done that in three notes. <laughs> I could have named that game. This one, I have no idea like what the, the Goonies. name of it is. Let's have a look. Yes, it is. It's Goonies. <laughs> Goonies I, right? I can tell from far away. I'm like, that color of orange is Goonies. Yeah. If I should have looked, I could have looked closer and guessed that because I can see the graphics now. Okay, yeah, that's, cool. that's, that's, that's the standard Konomi coloring, isn't it? On the cartridges. And then Super Mario Bros. Ooh, nice. Yeah. There you go. That's going to be that's nice. Thank you, Tim. That is amazing. Very cool. I, I have a lack of Famicom games. I think I have one. And then I have like a multi-cart, but the multi-cart is a static one. I can't change it. Famicom games, just because they're colorful and pretty and inexpensive, are worth just grabbing a lot of, in my opinion. Yeah. Oop, now, this, this one, this this one, one is for Cody. So this open, this, open this one carefully. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Here we go. It's a water Let me balloon. close my knife and then open it again. Oh, oh my turn. <laughs> <laughs> We're just sitting here with our I'll just, knives. I'll just make the noise. Click. <laughs> that was easy to open, so luckily... <laughs> with, with your super sharp knife. Oh, man. I have no idea what this is. I honestly don't. Oh, man. No, <laughs> I don't know what Tim did, but I'm afraid now. Oh, you're going to love this, man. I'm literally oh, scared this cool. at this point. This is cool oh, as crap. Oh, my gosh. You got a shuttle? Yep. Dude. <laughs> Look at that. Right, That's the PC Engine Shuttle. That's just so. This is the PC crazy. Engine Shuttle. I mean, it was in good shape. I mean, this looks fantastic. So, how um, did you come upon that one, Tim? Well, that's, uh, I, again, I, I said we went through all this stuff last month. Yeah, but um, that wasn't mine. I, I, that was I, yours. No, that's that's yours. That is yours. I I bought it for you. Well, then I need to pay you back for no, you. No, you don't. No, you do. No, 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 that no. is. Very cool. Look at so that. it is that is so cool. It is a PC engine which is in America called the TurboGrafx sixteen, and they made uh, which you actually taught me about it last time, uh, Tim. I knew it existed. It's kind of the the cheaper version, right? With less moving parts, less to break, less to p- to That's pay right. for. Yeah, but it's a bizarre looking TurboGrafx yeah. system. Cool. Yeah, it's cool looking system. Yeah, it's got this looks very like a hovercraft. Strange, it really yep. does look like a shuttle, like it like looks like some futuristic the, space shuttle. Yeah, there's the black plexiglass front on it, which yeah, flips up, thing and then that's up. where that's where you put in the hue card. So, so cool. So your pre- your your repayment to me is to get that thing working because I don't I don't think it works. I've okay. I've tested it as much as I can. I've put a power supply in there. It takes the um, Genesis one uh, DIN connector okay. for video. I believe. Um, so please try and if you can, that's that's your repayment to me is to get that get that working. <laughs> Just save a system. So you've yep, you've had all in theory you've had all the proper accessories to get that working and it's not working, correct? Well, uh, I, I just used a standard power supply that I use on my PC engine, which I'm making the <coughs> assumption that it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I say, it's it's got the the Genesis style um, RGB yeah. out on there. So uh, I mean, it says this says nine volt. Uh, it's a typical barrel connector uh, with positive positive uh, negative centered. Yeah. Sometimes those are reversed in Japan. 
Oh, you have a project then, but this looks That's, really cool. I hope yeah. you can get that running. And they're not that complex, so yeah. it, I bet it, you can it, get it right. Working. It may just work. It might have been my janky hue cards or whatever, but um, oh, there you man. go. That is it. cool. That is cool. Thank you so much. <laughs> that's amazing. Last package in here, and that's for me. Oh. I think you can see what that one is already. but <laughs> I can, but I'm going <laughs> to... I so I didn't have on. much room because that was the original box that the uh, the 64s came in. So literally the room I had to pack everything <laughs> in was the space where my one was. <laughs> gotcha, I, gotcha. I, the only other box that I had that might have fit the the, the C64s because they're huge, huge is, that, um, is, 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 a, is a massive, massive box, which is, is just going to be too is. big. That's another specky, yep. Yeah, um, and that one I'm afraid is a non-worker. Okay, um, that's but all right. I think all you wanted was maybe just a shell or something like that. I remember yeah, a, few, here's, a few shows ago. I mean, that right you just here in another, range here is my other one. Yeah, you wanted another one to tinker with. But um, this one, I mean, it's got it's got a lot of damage to the case. Like this, this oh, plate perfect. is yeah. damaged a lot. It works fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but now you got a nice one, case that doesn't work. This one looks in much better shape. Yeah, and that's that's um, uh, a Samsung. That's a Korean-made one as well. I was well, going to say, one. it looks different. The keys look different. Yeah, if you flip it over on the back, you'll see that it says Samsung made in Korea. So I think yeah. they, those ones didn't have the suicide ULAs on them, which were the real ones that when they overheat, they, they go pop. Um, <laughs> so I think you're, I think you're safe on that one. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's fine. I mean, I, I would imagine it's just the standard thing. It's probably just faulty Ram on there or something like that. So, uh, awesome, the ULA man. and the Z80 is probably going to be good on that. So you can harvest it or try to get it working, whatever you want to do. It's yeah. yours. <laughs> I would love to tinker with it, but that's fantastic. Thank you. It's got, so I always find this kind of stuff interesting. Like it's got a number 33 on the back and then it, yeah. on, you can barely read it, but scratched in there, it's, there's a, there's a phrase in here that says something yes, like, I, th I think it's a person's name. And yeah, the Sion Manning SCHL. And then a number. So I, I always find that stuff really neat on yeah. equipment yeah. like that. Personalized. So. Like a lot of people don't like that kind of stuff. I think it, I always find it adds a rich texture. Ooh, it's got patina to got it. Got a yeah. history. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. Very Thank cool. You. Thank you. No that problem. Is so awesome, Tim. I really appreciate that. You are welcome, guys. All we ask in return is that you give us a bunch of hints about stuff you want, Tim. Exactly. It's getting harder because there's not much left here that you don't have. Well, no, it, I, more I, so. I've literally got no room for anything either. At the exactly. Moment. I was going to say more so. It's Tim's like, oh, I don't have room for things. Don't send me <laughs> things. So very appreciative. I can't wait to get my hands on the C64 and that shuttle and that controller and all the things. And the beers, which are yours. Is, whoa. whoa. <laughs> stuck to it. Yours is still in the wrap. Awesome. Uh, gentlemen, it is time for us to catch up. Catching up with Eric and Cody and Tim. Now, I'm going to break the fourth wall a little bit and say we need to do this quickly. We want to make sure yeah. the listeners, <laughs> listeners don't have a six-hour drive home to listen to the show. So yeah. we're going to – to be fair, I don't have a whole lot of catching up outside of saying I played this game and I played this game. But we still want to let you guys know what we've been up to. It's been nice. Eric's been up to holding like a soggy 
crunch bar? What is that? It's one that uh, was stuck to your beers in there. It exploded. There's like chocolate stuff all over the place. What it's is the it? only one in there that didn't make it. It's like wow. a cluster. I don't know. Man what down. Is it? It's not a crunch bar, though. What is that one? <laughs> it's multiple. There's dairy milk and there's a fudge in there. And right. two dairy oh. milks and one fudge. They're all wow. like intertwined. So, Eric, That's what it. I want you to do is, is put your finger on that and roll it up like a tube of toothpaste and squish that milk chocolate goodness into your mouth. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a diet, okay? I'm going to pass. You're ruining this for that. me. There are delicious chocolatey calories in your hand, and you're not doing anything about it. I'm not going to squeeze it, man. I'm not pinching the loaf. <laughs> on that note, Tim, <laughs> you had a visitor. I did, yeah. yes. <laughs> um yeah, I, 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 how can I segue into that? Uh, <laughs> Pitching the loaf. <laughs> There's no way to do it and have respect for the person we're talking about. So, yeah. Yeah, anyway, anywho, Vicky, <laughs> uh, my friend and show friend, uh, Vicky uh, Pixel Vixen, uh, is visiting over from Japan um, here in the UK, and uh, we arranged to meet up for a day. Uh, so we started off, uh, we drove sort of like to a midpoint uh, between uh, our two locations and uh, had a nice breakfast and a, a catch up. Um, then she came back here and uh, we played some uh, games. But one thing she did do was go through all of those NES games. Um which all the Famicom games and it was just amazing to just sit there and watch her going through these and she can read this is how how far she's progressed with her Japanese is she can read or pretty much understand all of the text on nice. those games um, and she knew pretty much all of the games as well in one way shape or another so oh, wow. um, all those all that time that she spent <clears throat> sort of like um uh, plundering uh, hard offs and places like that. You know, she said, "Oh well, I saw this in this, and it was like this many yen and this, and this." And uh, <laughs> it's just, it's just fascinating just to sit there and watch you know go through all these games. Um, but there was a couple there that really did um, uh, pique her interest. Um, and then there was one there. I can't remember what it was called now, but it was. I think it turned out to be semi-valuable um i think it was i i don't know it might have been worth um uh, 30 40 pounds or something along those lines and it was a game that she really liked and it was one of the box ones so i i just let her have that yeah um so that's that's um she's she's got that game now um so yeah we we just had fun time we uh, played some games um we uh she was introduced to the mister the multi-system yeah um and funnily enough she ended up sitting there playing on uh, the neo geo stuff for ages <laughs> and she'd never she'd never played neo turf masters so uh, oh, we, good we were playing some neo turf masters we didn't quite get onto wind jammers uh which was a bit of a shame but uh yeah we, we were playing because we could hand the controller back and forth i haven't got two controllers set back up on on the on the mister yet so yeah, she was loving that. Um, so I think she might actually uh, look at exploring at getting one of those because, again, it's kind of like a nice small compact system that she can have over in Japan in a limited space. The Mister, not the Neo Geo. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. The Neo, the Neo Geo is a, a bit bigger. and uh, Unless you even, consoleize it like I do. Yeah, even, even over in Japan, those things are crazy money as well. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. So yeah, uh, Eric, what have you got? 
So I went on Steam and I grabbed, I saw this pop up in their little, they, they do have a very nice thing on Steam where they recommend games based on the games you've purchased before. Yep. And because I've done the game, do you remember the game Downwell? Yes. Where you have gun boots and you're going down. It's almost white, like black, and red. Going down. I'm sorry? Color scheme, white, black, and red. Yep. Yeah, that was on our show where we were doing monochrome games. Um. So anyway, it recommended a game to me that, that I think came out not that long ago called Devil's Due. So I don't know if you want to bring up a little sure. video of that, but um, Devil's Due is a similar game to Downwell, but it's got um, slightly different mechanics where you do combos by bouncing off of the top of enemies as you come down. Um, and, but you do have a multi-directional weapon as well. So you have like, you can shoot in all directions with, it's kind of like a, imagine like a twin stick shooter down well, but, um, you're trying to bounce and the more you bounce off of enemies, um, the bigger combos you get that increase the power of your, of your player. So I don't know if you, if you were going to pull up a video on that. I was trying. Uh, yeah, because we don't see that. You're not sharing that part of the screen, I guess. But I guess I'm a um, jerk. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I keep finding all kinds. Devil's Do brings up a lot of things. Finding the game you're talking about is actually not simple. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, with Devil's Do on Steam. Yeah, yeah, that should that should have done. It's it. pulling up all kinds of stuff. Anyway, I think I described it okay. But I mean, it's a it's it's fun. It's a yeah. You're right. It's not bringing up. Yeah, that's very strange. But I do enjoy Downwell, and a Downwell with more to do sounds cool. Yeah. So I wouldn't worry about bringing it up now, but I mean, it. It. I've been having a blast playing. It's kind of been my on and off game for the last two or three weeks. Nice. Um. So, but like, but not quite to the level where you go, guys. I'm in love. No, I'm not <laughs> in love. Nope. I will. I will tell you when I'm in love. There's no love this month. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. It's been a loveless month. Well, again. Catching up, it's going to be quick for me this month. I've tried a few things. I'll tell you what I've tried, and that's about it. So, uh, in this case, I would just want to make sure everyone knew that I picked up a bunch of Evercade titles. And when I say I picked them up, it means uh, I went outside of what Eric and I typically do, which is wait for them to be released. Because when I do that, they are not available at the correct $19.99 price, which is what I correct. want to do. Um, and we just don't have a good way to get them in America. The best way I've found is Amazon, which I prefer not to do. Uh, otherwise, I'm paying more money for shipping and all kinds of things. Nonetheless, I picked up uh, a pre-order for Indie Heroes 2. And uh, actually, that one I physically do have in front of me here. I haven't tried it yet. But oh, nice. 12 brand yeah. new modern retro games from indie developers right up my alley. Um I pre-ordered Sydney Hunter, which should be released. I should have it here in two days, uh, which is four different Sydney Hunter games that were released on various platforms, wrapped up in one Evercade cart. And uh, just today, literally today, I pre-ordered the special edition of Full Void. I was able to find, well, I saw it on Twitter. Uh, Evercade said, hey, they're, they're almost out of these. And so I wrote, hey, uh, did they ever release in America? Because I would like to pick up the special edition of Full Void that comes with a, a, a little comic book and all kinds of cool extra things for an extra 10 bucks and they basically gave me a link to a retailer in canada that still had a few left so i grabbed one for the time being uh mentioned it last episode not my ideal situation 
I I like Evercade because they provided indie carts and other kind of cool old school retro based physical cartridges uh, on the shelf for twenty bucks, and I would buy those all day long. I'm not into the limited edition stuff, but in this case, I wanted to give Full Void a shot, uh, and I pre-ordered Home Computer Heroes, which is Amiga, Commodore, and MSX2 indie games that have been released in the last couple of years. So all very cool carts I'm excited for. So what are PU2 up to, Tim? PU? <laughs> PU, man. Um, yeah, I had uh, some issues with my penultimate plus two and all of my own making nothing to do with uh, the brilliant product that it is. Um, so if you don't <laughs> know, I have mentioned it a few times. This is the penultimate uh, plus two cartridge from future was eight bit. Um, I'll be very, very brief on this. Uh, it was my own stupid fault. Um, I went to uh, burn the latest um, set of ROMs that Ron sent over to me to test. Um, and I put the chip in the round the wrong way. I've done oh. that. <laughs> oh. and, uh, I've done with, that. With the, with the proms, you only get one chance at that. So <laughs> that, that was it basically. Um, but Rod kindly furnished me with another, another ROM, um, and uh, sorry, EPROM, should I say? Um, and, uh, yeah, I've got that back up and working now, but, uh, yeah, don't put the uh, don't put the chip round the wrong way, guys. That's 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 my my tip for the month. And if you ever ta- <laughs> if you ever take a Super Nintendo game out of its cartridge, don't put the motherboard or the the board back in the back the wrong way. It blows up your Super Nintendo. Remember that, Eric? Wow. I was there. We, we was did that together. Cody did that. <laughs> I was trying to help you with something. I can't remember what, but uh, yeah, I that's right. Popped the fuse, and I had to put a new. We were fuse testing in. a power supply. There you go. Yeah. So Crazy. talking of exploding things, Eric. Yeah, I explored. No, not explored, not exploded. <laughs> so, hey Tim, so because I know you, your take is on the multi system. Have you started looking at the PC games part of that yet? Not yet. No, no. It, oh it, man, it is, it is it's awesome. On, it's on my list, definitely. Yeah, the PC games is that. awesome, and if you get the, um, there's a thing called Top 300 Games, and you can download it as a as one file. And you put it on your mister and it gives you 300 of the top DOS games. And I was just looking through there um, and I found Epic Pinball. I don't know if you've seen that, but it comes yep. with a ton of tables. Are they great? Mm, they're okay. They're not as great as like the Amiga versions of like, like yeah. you know, yeah. they, they, like they don't have flippers near the top. You know what I mean? Like the, they, they just have the two at the two bottom. at the bottom, yeah. Um, they're it, they're not fantastic, um, so that's one thing. And then I was able to just take. So this is a little spoiler alert. One of my picks on six good games is going to be a game called The Last Icoff. Oh, you and ruined it! I was able to. Oh, I'm sorry. You ruined What'd it. What did you say? The surprise. I ruined it. Yep. It's gone. But I I ended up just grabbing the files, moving them to my Mister, running the install just like on DOS, and it worked perfectly on my Mister. So. Nice. It's it's so awesome. And then if you don't have a mister, there's a thing called Exodos, which I've had on my PC forever. It is so cool. It gives you an empty front end. Like it's just say, hey, it's Exodos. And, but it gives you a list of every, I mean, I can't stump that thing. Every PC, every DOS game I can think of, you go to it and then it says, hey, you want me to download this? And you just, it's like a storefront. 
Mm-hmm. And so like you find Command and Conquer and you go, hey, I want Command and Conquer. And it just goes and downloads it. And like 10, 15 minutes later, you have Command and Conquer and it shows up with box art cover, like a the box art like on the screen. So you can literally start making a collection of old DOS and early Windows games and put them in ExoDOS and 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 you, and it works. And you, but it doesn't take a lot of disk space because you haven't really downloaded them yet. So yeah, but you can you can get the full download because I can remember doing that yes. and that was huge. It was and like you don't want to do that or something. Like that. You don't want to do that. So you literally just download the little ExoDOS file. Yeah, it shows you all the games. You click on one and it just downloads it, and you're good to go. So I did download um, these games on my Mister, but then I also went in Exodus, and it worked great. So that's something to think. Speaking of working great and ninjas, wow, Cody, what do you guys see? See how I transition? That's perfect. Smooth Smooth transition. We're gonna give that an A minus. I don't remember ninjas in your life. I played a game on the NES called Shadow of the Ninja. It was fun. All right, Tim. <laughs> I, haven't, I honestly haven't heard of this one. I, I literally have not had a ton of catching up to talk about. But, no, I did I did plug in my NES, and I this game I've been wanting to try for a while. I love Ninja Gaiden. I heard this was kind of like Ninja Gaiden-esque, but not as good, but still pretty good. And it's made by Natsume. It's on the NES. It has the NES vibe to it and feel. And it's um, it's definitely not, you know, gameplay-wise and, and smoothness. It is not um, a Ninja Gaiden, but it is, I would say, it's similar to the game we just talked about last episode, uh, Batman to an extent. Uh, maybe not quite as good, but a solid C plus, B minus kind of game. Uh, very NES. I enjoyed it played a good amount of it and uh i'll, I'll probably go back and uh, i'd love to try to beat this one day some solid little nes good. game yeah it looks like batman <laughs> it does except brighter a little brighter it, 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 a little brighter it actually yeah, is very reminiscent of batman um yeah. on the nes that being said i will also mention that i just found out literally today that they are making a remake of this game that's going to be released on the switch and a few other modern consoles i believe as well so um, oh, cool. It looks very different than this, but it is a remake of this game. I guess a uh, yeah. a spiritual successor, if you will. So that would be very cool. Nice. And that now, looks really good, actually. And now you know. <laughs> Tim. Okay. Uh, speaking of, of PC Engine and DOS games, how do yeah, I do? I've been playing some PC Engine and DOS games. Um, so uh, I downstairs, I've got a whole bunch of consoles. Um, and, uh, I have, um, just for a while, I haven't had them set up properly. Um, there's one other thing that I got here to talk about, which I won't allude to too much. Um, but I was able to move one thing from up here downstairs. So I was able to set up a bunch of consoles again. Um, and just to test that out, that setup, I just fired up the PC engine and just played a couple of random games. Um, so the first one I played was Aoi Blink which is blue in Japanese, apparently, uh, blue blink, um, which is, uh, like a puzzle platformer. Okay. Um, it's, I don't know. I've never it's, heard of it. 
no it's it's really it's really cool basically you've got it's based both of these two games that i'm going to describe are based on japanese anime series um so they're kind of similar in that respect um but this has kind of shades of like a master system rpg but platformer okay um so you've got three characters and they're always on the screen when you're doing the platforming, which is to start off with, it's really off putting because you see one jumps and then the other one jumps and the other one jumps. So it's sort of like, <laughs> it's re- really strange dynamic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I've seen games like that before where it's like a trail of people and then one jumps and the other one jumps. That's it. Jumps. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. 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 Maybe you've even seen videos of this game. I don't know. Um, but anyway, it's kind of like a, a, a a platforming RPG um, uh, in similar in a similar vein, um, but this is uh, really cutesy style graphics. It's by Hudson Soft, um, so they they obviously do so much PC Engine stuff. Um, but this is this is really really nice game. I haven't dug into it a huge amount, um, but I think this is something I'm going to put a lot of time into. Um, there's <sighs> Basically, as you go through the plat, as you go through each level, there's different exits on each of the level. So if you if you get right to the end, and then there's like a house and a door, you go in through the door, and it says, "Right, well, what you should have done <laughs> is you should have gone up here uh, to exit on the on the on the uh, different level." So in between each screen, it's kind of like that Mario style of screen. So you've got like the overworld, and you can push up to go up to a path and walk up the path or across the path to the next section. There you go. So it's up on the video there. So it's going into Rose Town. Um, yeah, this game needs a bit more, um, uh, what's the best word to say, uh, investigation. The other thing about this is that you think, well, this is a Japanese game. It's going to be unreadable. No, I've got a translated version, so you can actually understand what's going on on this game. Um, so it looks really good, and I'm going to play some more on that one. So that's um, Blue Blink. Uh, the next one is Don Doko Don. Have you guys heard of this one? I love this game. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, I don't think so. Let me look at it and I'll tell yeah, you. If it's I very, have. very Taito, very um, bubble bobble. Yeah. Yeah. So this this one's going to be right up your alley, I think, uh, Eric. Uh, this is this is a fun game. It, lo- it looks a bit kind of Snow Bros style, yeah, bubble yeah. bubble, that sort of stuff. But essentially it's like a, a cutesy platformer um, and you bash things on the head with a mallet. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I like um, the graphics. Yeah, so... The color uh, palette's really nice too. Yeah, yeah. So I, I enjoy playing this one. Again, I only had sort of like 15, 20 minutes on it because I was just kind of like testing out the PC engine um, on the setup. Um, but this is another one that I want to I want to dig into some more. So it's kind of got that mechanic where you can uh, similar to Snow Bros, where you you've got the snowball and then you you throw it at the other enemies and then it rolls along and then you can um, you you're literally picking up stunned enemies and then you're throwing them at the yeah you kind to- of you punch them and stun them and then throw them more That's so it. than build yeah. them into a snowball. But yeah, 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 and that makes sense. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. And the the graphics are great on this. It's I mean even for the PC engine this looks really, you know, like proper arcade quality. Oh, um, no. It looks, it looks, it looks gorgeous. Yeah. I've played I love yeah. the, oh, on main yeah, I've I love played arcade like a bunch. And yeah. um yeah, yeah I, it's, a, it's a great game. It just yeah. never made it to an English speaking region, so it's kind of 
less known here, but it's just as good. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good game. Um, and lastly, on this section, um, I guess you guys may have covered it on the news last month um, or last episode. Sorry, the last episode. And uh, I managed to grab Goldmine Run from Juan Martinez. Yes, um, we covered and, that in um, yep. yeah, we, in your news. Yep, yep. And uh, I, I grabbed this. I, didn't have a, I haven't had a chance to set it up on the Mister or even on a real PC yet because I have got something that's capable of playing that um, because this is a DOS game. Uh, and uh, Juan has been working on this for a little while now. Um, finally released it just yesterday, I think, um, which would have been the 9th of august um and yeah it's it's a great platformer so it's very much if you don't know juan's games uh, one of the one of the good ones that he's produced before is um uh night night um on the msx absolutely yep. Yeah, which is a brilliant platformer. Um, and this one is much the same, uh, very much created in, in that image. And that's not a bad thing because they're, they're brilliant games. Um, this one's got really nice, uh, DOS based colorful graphics. Um, and because it's kind of like using the sound blaster emulation on it, um, it's got a great little, uh, tune in the background and some nice little spot effects and little ditties when you're, um, when you're uh, lose your life and all that sort of thing. So I guess you guys probably haven't had a chance to have a look at this one yet. No, have not seen it yet. We've seen some still shots from your last link when we talked about it in the news, but um, yeah, no, in fact, I just tried to Google it to try to pull some images while you talked about it and I can't find anything yet. So this is new, new, brand new, but it's Juan Martinez. Um, So I know it's going to be good and it definitely in the stills looked very night night, which I love that game. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. Well worth checking out. Um, so, yeah, I uh, explored those games. And I'm sure, Eric, you've explored some more games. So what led me to to explore some PS1 games is that I did add the final snack adapter for my mister, which is the PS1 the snack, snack adapter. And if you look at it, you can plug in two controllers into this one snack adapter so you could play two-player games on the PS1. Cool. Does that um, make you hungry, Cody? Everything makes exactly. me hungry. I need calories so bad. Oh, I just knocked all my dead soldiers down while all my empty cans. <laughs> calories. <laughs> um, but anyway, so what, what prompted me to try these games was the controller. I just wanted to test it out and stuff, and I got to playing Loaded. Have you guys, do you guys remember the game Loaded on PS1? I remember it. I don't think I really played it an awful lot. I remember the logo and the advertising, but I can't tell you what the game was. Yeah, so Loaded is a top-down... It's a top-down game where you're a guy and you're running through um, these levels and you're beating up things. I mean, it is a... I didn't... When, once I started playing it, I, it looked vaguely familiar, and I think I either got it on a demo disc back in the day, which demo discs were very popular, or I got, um, or maybe I went to a friend's house and played it because it instantly felt familiar. But loaded, I mean, it's a blast. It, it's a top-down beat 'em up kind of kind of game. I mean, there's nothing. There's really not much else to it. I could see that the game might get a little bit. Um, repetitive after a while i played maybe about half an hour of it but um i i had a blast with it i thought it was a lot of fun um 
it, it, it can get very bloody and gory. So, I mean, I yes. think that that's why it kind of brought people to the game. Um, but, um, I, I played it, like I said, about an hour or so and kind of had some fun with it. You could pick different characters like you're seeing on this character selection screen. Um, I, I'm a sucker for top-down kind of games like this. I, but I was hoping one of you guys might have played this before. It's a top-down, essentially twin-stick shooter, so I am Correct. I'm in. Yep. Uh, yeah. But no, I've never actually played it. I've seen the logo and stuff, but I'm watching some gameplay, and uh, yeah. I'm down. You basically, go, you go around, you collect keys, and you can see there's a roving map up in the corner. You go around, you collect colored keys that let you into different rooms in that and you're basically trying to find the exit in each room. Um, but it's so much better than, I mean, I, I hate to say this because Gauntlet is a legendary game, but it is a quarter muncher. But this game gives you a little more breathing Fair. room than a game like Gauntlet. And it it it's more exploration than Gauntlet ever was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so anyway, it, that's loaded. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to mention was, of course, because I was testing the the, the PlayStation, I had to play Twisted Metal 2. <laughs> and I ended up um, sitting down with it and playing it so much that I beat Twisted Metal 2 again in tournament mode. But I beat it with a character I hadn't played. I hadn't beat it, beaten it with before. I Axel? With did this. you beat with Axel? I did. How did you know that? Did like, I write that down? Because nobody likes playing with Axel. It's weird. I don't. It's a weird I, I dude. I don't like playing with Axel. He has this shockwave weapon, and I don't like it. It's a proximity weapon that you have to be close to the guy. I always play with Warthog. I've beaten Twisted Metal 2 with Warthog probably 10 times. Sweet Tooth? or that, well, Yeah, I, I use Warthog because I like his like Patriot missiles. He has these like multicolored Patriot missiles, and they're they're awesome. But So... I, I, I'm going to do a spoiler alert here because I know this game is so old. I, I don't want to, you know, I'm not giving away anything here that hasn't been. But at the end, when you play tournament mode, at the end of every character, basically there's a guy named Calypso and he's running this tournament. And if you beat the tournament, he grants you a wish, any wish you want. So like all the characters are in the tournament for a different reason. And then he grants you wishes. And there's like these, this very stylized cutscene. Um, of everybody in their ending. And so you, for every character you play in tournament mode, you can see their individual ending. And I played Axles and that was interesting. I'm not going to give that part away, but you know, I've seen probably four or five of the characters endings over the years, because again, Twisted Metal 2 is probably one of my favorite games, but just to show you, I was sitting down to test the controller and I just couldn't stop playing. And I, I didn't <laughs> and you beat it so, with Axel of all people. And I beat it with Axel this the time. The dude that I, holds I, I, two I mean, gigantic was, uh, wheels with his arms. When you said that, I was like, how did you know I beat it with Axel? Because <laughs> nobody wants to be Axel. It's weird. No, it's, that's it's why I didn't want play. to. But I was like, I'm going to beat it. <laughs> I love it. So anyway, Cody, what you got next? Uh, speaking of Picross. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is going to be the shortest thing ever. Mario Picross was a game that was released on the Super Famicom, only in Japan, and I love Picross. So on my Switch, I recently started playing Mario Picross on the Super Famicom on my Switch, and I should have it done in a couple of days. That's it. That's nice. literally my whole thing. But speaking of an e-waste of time, Tim. <laughs> oh, wait, I have yeah. one more thing to say. Go on. I have to, and I have to do this. You guys keep talking about food. 
and I've done I did the math on my calories, and I'm still way low for the day. So I'm eating myself a Hostess orange cupcake. Oh, which is my kryptonite. So <laughs> yeah. continue on. Don't mind me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yep. um, this is that's this cool. Is yeah, Tim, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> so good. This is this is a laptop. Um, yeah. That uh, one of my. Uh, daughter's friends parents had um and they sent it over to me because it was broken and wanted me to try and see if i could fix it um long story short i couldn't fix it at the time um and they said because it was sort of like you know three four years old or whatever they said ah, just don't worry about it we'll just get them another so this is a this is a revival i have actually revived this and repaired it and fixed it now so i've it's no longer e-waste um it's actually a working laptop and i thought what can i do with this thing so I just logged into, because I've got my Xbox account, I just logged into Xbox through mm-hmm. Windows 11, because this is actually, I could fool it and put Windows 11 on there. I'm still on Windows um, 7, by the way, just yes, saying. Yes, we know, Cody. <laughs> 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 um, so, yeah, I, I got that on there, and I downloaded a- Xbox, because Eric had been going on about Xbox Arcade as well. Um, So that kind of like got me thinking, well, what can, what can I do on this thing? You know, this thing that wanted to basically, someone wanted to basically throw away. So I downloaded, uh, signed into the Xbox thing and I started playing some games just to see how janky they would be on there. And actually they played really well. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So it's amazing what you can get out of e-waste these days. Um, And one one of the games I actually played the most was a game called Arcade Paradise. Have you guys heard of this? No. No, it's, it looks really legit. Um, it's, it's kind of like, um, uh, starts out kind of Grand Theft Auto style where you kind of, it's, there's a lot of story to it, cut scenes and all that sort of thing. And you start out, um, working in your dad's laundromat, um, or, um, uh, you've got lots of washing, uh, washing machines and dryers and all that sort of thing. And the idea is, is you're having to start your way from the bottom. His, his father owns a massive company, really rich, but he doesn't want to give him any money. So he's saying, right, you can go to work in the laundromat. And you've essentially, part of it is you've got to take the clothes out, wash it, fold it, dry it, <laughs> clean up after the customers. You Laundry money. simulator, yeah. Yeah. But at the back of the laundromat is the office. And as you go through to the office, there's some arcade machines. And those arcade machines, you can actually play. And they're full games in there. Um, (laughs) So I've not got any real further than that first part. But apparently, this has got like a lot of arcade machines. And you progress into like owning an arcade and all this sort of thing. And all the games are in there. So yeah, this this looks a a good fun. So I was completely surprised that this piece of e-waste that nobody wanted was going to be a nice, fun little games machine. So there we go. That's awesome. (laughs) A nice little piece of e-waste that is newer than anything I have (laughs) computer-wise. You're right. (laughs) That's what we got to tell. we got to break the fourth wall again and be like, hey, listeners, this show is brought to you today by Windows 7. (laughs) (laughs) It's a retro video game show. Come on. 
It's a miracle. Give me a break. It's a miracle. It's working. <laughs> so, yeah, I played some games, and whilst I was playing those games, sometimes I looked at my watch, Eric. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You remember this little guy, don't you? Don't you? Is that a game and watch? Yeah. It, yeah. I thought we all got one of these around the same time. We did. I uh, did. You, you got Zelda did. One, I right? didn't get. I didn't get the Legend. I've only got the Mario Brothers one. Okay. So here's the Legend of Zelda one. I remember this was months and months ago. And so I started a game when we got this and of Legend of Zelda. There's just the original NES one. And we talked mm-hmm. about this, Cody, how like mm-hmm. I'm getting I'm getting into it. So I'm not disrespecting the NES. I'm playing a lot of <laughs> NES games. So over the months and months since I bought this, I will take this to volleyball practices, volleyball games. Um, I will take this to, uh, to work sometimes and build clients while I play this, et cetera, et cetera. I'm just kidding. If any of my clients are listening, not actually playing. Actually pooping on the toilet. Listen to I was say, did, did you play that one on the John? <laughs> but exactly. But I would run out of juice on this and then have to recharge it and then run out of juice and recharge it. I just last week, I have beat Legend of Zelda on Yay. this device. Oh, I, so, <laughs> I know nice. you had to go online and look up which bushes to, to attack and push out of the not way. Only, not only which bushes, but which walls to yep. use a bomb on to blow the... I had to look that up. Absolutely. Otherwise, it would have been a 100-hour experience of beating your head against the wall. But otherwise, it's, yep. it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. But I did beat it, and I beat it on this thing, and... Um, I just want that logged that I beat a yeah, game on. That's a Nintendo cool little, again. That's a cool little game to watch, and uh, I really enjoyed spending time with the was it Game Boy Color game that was on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's uh, there's a bunch of different things in here. Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. Yep. Better than Legend of Zelda NES, in my opinion. That is one game. As I sit here and uh, last episode hearkened uh, back to how great the NES is. Never fell in love with Legend of Zelda my, myself, even though we use it as our, our sign off at the end of every episode. But yeah, but uh, that original well done, game, sir. Well gonna, done. that original game, if I had to rate it like just a, a grade letter, like A to F, um, I'd probably give it a C plus. It wasn't great. And it was one of those games that if you you really will just beat your head against the wall yeah. trying to figure out there's their silly little like, Hey, there's a hole over this in the wall, but you don't know where it is. It's like, all right. That adds right. like 20 hours of gameplay. Yeah. So anyway, but Eric, the, I beat it. The, I never have to go back to it again. <laughs> <laughs> You're out there, Cody. <clears throat> I got a little bit of, um, <clears throat> orange cup. cupcake in my throat. <laughs> more beer, more beer, more beer. <laughs> All right, let's switch to another subject. Oh, no. go ahead, Tim. <laughs> uh, I'll keep this as quick as I can. It's a bit of a story. Um, uh, we went to a family gathering, and uh, Danica gravitated to uh, one of my relatives who brought their Switch with them, um, and they were sat there playing on the Switch for a bit. Um, and it kind of got me thinking that Danica doesn't really have her own games console. She's got a, a DS. Um, she has a Commodore 64, Tim. What else yeah, do you need? Yeah, she does. Yeah, yeah. But that's not set up in her room anymore. So <laughs> she's kind of moved on from that. Um, so she didn't have her own Switch. Um, and I thought, okay, it's probably time that we, we, we got that. Uh, she's moving up to secondary school or high school, whatever you call it. Um, so we thought, right, okay, it's, it's time she had something 
like that of her very own in her room. So I set her a mission. Um, I said, we can easily, we can go out and we can buy a brand new switch, no problem. Um, and that's like, you know, 260, 270 pound, whatever they are these days. Um, or you can find yourself a second hand one, um, uh, which is going to come with some games, but there's two things. It's got to come in the box. Um, and it's got to be good condition. So it can't be like a scratch up bean up one. Um, so she was searching uh, for that. The reason why I said that is because you can probably get more value out of a second hand one because the likelihood is, is you're going to, it's going to come with a bunch of games and that sort of thing. So that's exactly what we did. Um, she found one, we went and picked it up. Um, it came with four games. I think it was, there was a Pokemon, there was a copy of uh, Animal Crossing, which is good because she's obviously loves animal crossing and then there was two games one which was assassin's creed a double pack and then some random john wick game which looked really weird anyway uh cut the long story short uh which kind of leads me onto a mini mini rant which i've actually calmed down a bit now (laughs) (laughs) um uh, earlier this week um danica and donna my wife they went uh, out shopping uh, she needed some uh, clothes for a new school so they were there and i uh, there's a, a a chain of stores over here uh, called sex or c-e-x they like to call them sex yeah that's bizarre that's <laughs> it's a rant bizarre. In itself <laughs> yeah anyway um so they they went into this store and i said to Danica, I said, okay, you can trade these games in, but make sure you get sort of like at least five pounds for this uh-oh, one and like uh-oh. seven, ten pounds for this one. No, that, that, that bit's okay. okay, okay. So they, they offered them 25 pounds as a trade in uh, for those two games, which I thought fair enough. Um, but what they, what she did want is she found Pokemon Violet. Now, I didn't know that she wanted this game. I knew she was looking for Pokemon stuff. Um, and I didn't know that they'd done this transaction until afterwards. Um, and essentially she ended up paying 40 pounds for a second hand copy of Pokemon Violet, um, which was marked up at CEX as second hand, not brand new. Um, and then I looked on, um, game. I looked on Amazon. I looked on, um, another place over here called Argos, which is a big, big um, retailer. Um, And they all had it for around about 40 pounds, brand new, not secondhand. (laughs) So CEX were marking up this game as a a full price. So I was not happy about this. So I was fuming. Um, So they, they went back into the shop and, you know, explained it and they said, you usual stuff. We don't set the prices. It's set, blah, blah, blah. And sure enough, I looked on the CEX website and even on the website, they're selling it for 40 quid. So I was about to get on my high horse and (laughs) have a rant at CEX customer services. And then I happened to think, well, what's Nintendo actually selling that game for? Is it still available? Um, You know, have like Argos and those sort of places just blowing it out because they've got stock left or something. But on the Nintendo site, the game is actually fifty pounds, brand new. So I kind Nintendo of called tax. my jets. Yeah, I called my jets a little bit. I mean, I still think CEX are charging way too much money for that um, as a secondhand copy. So it's ten pound differential between the new and the 
um, used secondhand version. Um, I think it should be more around the forty, uh, the thirty to thirty-five pound mark. Because if you go on eBay, you can find that all day for around about twenty, twenty-three pounds, something like that. So, yeah, I'm, I wasn't over impressed, but I kind of thought, thought, well, she's got the game. Those those two games she didn't really pay an awful lot for anyway, so I'll, I'll let it go. But yeah, I, w- I wasn't particularly happy about that. And uh, lesson learned, don't buy anything from CEX. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And you can take that to the bank. You can quote me on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, that, that's my, that's my uh, mini rant over. <laughs> I'll start my mini rant, which is... Free stereos are cool. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. Uh, I think I mentioned this last time. I can't remember, but my wife was driving my daughters and, my, and their friend down the street in our neighborhood, and they found a bunch of stereo equipment on the side of the road, which tw- in the past 20 years, my wife has always said, nope, not picking that garbage up. I don't care what Papa says. And my wife's like, nope, this time we're going to pick it up, and he's going to be stoked. And guess what? I was stoked. They found a bunch of random stereos. I haven't gone through it all yet, but there was a very large uh, subwoofer from, I'm trying to remember the brand right now. It's right over here, Infinity, which is a very good stereo brand. Infinity's a good one. It's like a 300-watt subwoofer. This thing's huge. And so that's the first thing I tried, and sure enough, it works a treat. And so now my, uh, currently my NES and my Neo Geo, which are connected to that TV, have 300 watts of low-end bass. (laughs) <laughs> attached to them for completely free nice. so now i get to go through the uh kind of full-on like 9.1 surround sound system stereos that they found as well and see if those are working um but i'll get to them eventually but fun little aside cool yeah that's awesome so i got two things to talk about these are real short quick things um Pajaco on the on our discord which if you're a patreon member you get free access to our uh, the Amigos uh, gaming discord, which we have sub forums on, I guess is, is how you would explain that. But you get access to that. And uh, Pajanka was talking about on there on about the mister. There is this cool remote tool. And I know Cody, you don't have a mister yet, but when you do, this tool yeah. is really cool. So basically it's an app you can put on your phone and it just looks kind of like a remote control. It has directional keys and some buttons here on the bottom but what you can do is you can control your mister using your phone. So like if I move these, you can move up and down the menus on the mister, which doesn't sound cool, but you got to realize that when you don't have a controller plugged into your mister, you can't control the menu. So you either have to have a keyboard or a controller, but when you plug in snack controllers, which are the zero latency original controllers, those don't work in the menu. So you basically can use this app, but that's not the killer feature of this app. The killer feature is that when you go to the side here, you can go to search and you can search for any game on your mister. It indexes it. So I, I'm not joking. I have to have more than like 30,000 games on my mister right now. I have like a terabyte SSD drive on there and it's filled about 70%. So there literally is like 30, 40,000 games on my mister. I can just search like Paradroid and it will just find Paradroid anywhere nice. on my mister and it's fast. So I never, I didn't have that feature before. I'd have to go on there, pick Commodore 64, pick. Girl. Um, 
Yeah, exactly. So I'd have to scroll through and click on the core, start the core, load, load the game. This loads everything automatically. Boom. You just search and load. Oh, so it goes straight in search and it loads up, selects the core, loads the game. It it selects the core, loads the game. So like when I was doing my research for Batman, I just typed in Batman and it showed me like 50 games. (laughs) But if I went in there and like, and narrowed it, you can narrow it in filters. You can say Nintendo and Batman, then there's only like three games. And I picked it and then you can actually favorite it and it shows up right in the root of your Mr. Menu. So I can just kind of pin them to the main menu so I can... It's going to be real handy for research, oh, basically, yeah. on the on the show. But you're saying there's um, two more Batman NES games we need to try. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, gotcha, so, gotcha. Um, then the second thing is, I think this is kind of cool because it's not, it, it is directly game-related, but not directly. When Amazon, you know, Amazon does the Prime Days where they discount a lot of things for... Kind of. Deep. Well, <laughs> they kind of well, discount I'll, a lot of things. I'll tell you, they discounted these pretty well. So we were looking for in my game room um, and, and in the rest of the house, too, because my wife has been complaining about this. We, you know, we do a deep cleaning on the house every two weeks and there's dust everywhere because Elk Grove is a dusty place. There's fields all surrounding Elk Grove. It's a suburb. So there's cow fields out and stuff like that. So we get a lot of dust. But in my game room, I was getting just. I was so sick of so much dust on all my consoles, right? So I did some research online and people were saying, oh yeah, just you can get an air filter and it's going to help out a lot. So we went and we bought like five air filters for the house. Like we bought these big, big ones for like the living room and the big areas. But I bought a smaller one. In fact, it's right here next to me. I can, I don't want to pull it out there, but it's sitting right here. And I turn it on and it's whisper quiet. And it, this thing was pretty cheap, but it's whisper quiet, and I haven't had as much dust. I mean, it's demonstrably different. So I haven't had the thick layers of dust on all my consoles in about a month now. And so it actually works. That's so if you something. have dust problems, you get an air filter, and it actually does a pretty good job. So I, have, anyway, I always just have a, a layer. Tip. Always have a layer of dust on my stuff. <laughs> yeah. This and and this isn't perfect. I mean, there's some dust, but I mean, it's way way better than it was. So, well, that that can help, uh, especially you know where you guys live with obviously it being hot and dry and all that sort of stuff when you get the fires. Because the I experienced it firsthand that um, the air that you get when you oh, man. from from the from the fires is is not nice, and that filtration system will probably help a whole bunch when when you got that. It's made a difference around the house, not just with dust, but like the air and the quality and, and even things like the smell, like our dog smells, right? But yeah. it doesn't smell as bad with the air filter. So they make a big difference. I'm pretty happy with it. I don't know how often I'm going to have to change a filter in this thing, but it, it's been worth it so far. So, nice. Anyway, Tim, what do you got next? Real quick. Speaking of multi-headed dragon creatures. Exactly. This. It's called a Hydra. Yeah, it's focused. It is a very long scart board, um, high quality, uh, made by uh, Lotharek, who uh, I have yeah. the Medusa, um, which is the upscaler. Um, so basically, you've got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight scart ports on it, and one 
output. So that goes out to your SCART device and it basically automatically switches. Um, it's high quality. You can upgrade the firmware on it and all that sort of thing. So it gives you a nice stable picture. Um, and that's it. It's just basically a multi SCART switcher. So I can just plug, uh, one thing into my CRT over there nice. and then I can just plug loads of SCART devices into there. Ironically, though, the only thing that it doesn't work with, which is the one thing I wanted it for was the mister. Oh. <laughs> so there we go it may you, maybe there's there's a firmware update for it or something like that i haven't really explored it too are much. you sure i i honestly think that like so with the mister because i've been using it for so many years now tim there's an ini file in there and i bet you can program it for different like um i bet there's a way to make it work with with the mister uh it works fine when i plug it into normal SCART straight into tvs it's, it's oh. something on that it's flicking the input so it's it's oh, there okay. it's not it's there it's not it's there it's not it's on on or off or whatever so i okay. think it is something with the hydra that's not picking up the sync correctly um, okay or maybe i need to put um sog what is it sync on green or something like that maybe i need to switch that in i haven't had a huge amount of time to play about with it um but i've, I've just got it set up on there and i've got my 64 my amiga my spectrum and then anything else i want to plug in other than the mister i can just whack it straight into there and up onto the tv so yeah gotcha. hydra's really cool um they're not exactly the cheapest thing in the world but um they do give a, a nice um good way to set up a, a whole bunch of SCART stuff without having to unplug and plug everything in all the time. That's my last thing. So this is my last thing. Uh, have you guys played 2020 baseball on uh, Neo Geo? Uh, no, nope. I have not played that one yet. No, that one's fun. So that's just an old Neo Geo game, but uh, on my consoleized Neo Geo MVS system, I just was literally just looking through the menu and I was like, what is this 2020 baseball? And it's like a futuristic baseball game where there's like robots and and sounds like baseball like simulator 2000 on the uh, nes it's a, yeah i or think it's Super similar NES. to that yeah. and it i played it for about an hour and had a blast with it i had never played it before okay um so if you guys get a chance to play that you should it's it that's a fun game but one thing interesting that i found i was listening to another podcast and the podcast was about pinball games and there is a game for Neo Geo that was a prototype that never came out. Um, and it is called Last Odyssey Pinball Fantasia. And it looks awesome. But this game has, the ROM has never been dumped. Yeah. So you cannot play this game at home yet. And you can't play it anywhere. And there's only like maybe a handful of these prototypes that are out there. And Somebody, a couple of people keep teasing the game and, uh, I, and I, I, it just kind of makes me mad <laughs> because somebody is hoarding this game for what reason? I don't know because they're not profiting off of it by just keeping it. Um, but I guess like if they, if they keep it, the cartridge for long enough, I guess the cartridge will be worth a ton of money, but this game looks awesome. The animation is really great. Um, it reminds me of kind of like the alien crush games where there'll be things that are animated that come out onto the board and you have to hit it with your, with your flippers. Um, the game just looks awesome, but I had never heard of it before until I heard it on this podcast. And then I went looking for it on YouTube and there's 
there's maybe three or four videos of gameplay of the game. So it's a real prototype and it's finished. It's a completely finished game, but you just can't get it. So you just have to sit and wait for somebody to dump the ROM someday. Video pinball is cool. But doesn't it look cool? I mean, it that does. looks like a great game. Yep. Wait, wait, that's it. And that's it for catching up, which means we only have one more segment for this episode, gentlemen. And that is Six Good Games. Six Good Games. Now, Tim, wherever did you come up with the theme for this Six Good Games segment? <laughs> I have no idea. No, nothing, no clue what influenced me on this. <laughs> but we are covering six good games with beer in them, thanks to Mr. Tim Drew, who came up yep. with this out-of-left-field idea, um, which somehow took us 112 episodes to get to. Uh, but, uh, Tim, if you could start us off, what is your first good game that has beer involved? Okay, uh, so first off, I am going to... Uh, semi-retire from suggesting uh, six good <laughs> games now <laughs> i've done the last few and they've been real struggles so come on guys step up <laughs> <laughs> okay so the first game i have chosen is a game so far so good is <laughs> a game for the uh it's it's released on the Commodore 64 and the Atari 8-bit. Okay. Um, I, I have chosen the Atari 8-bit version to cover because um, maybe this is the PAL NTSC whole thing coming in. I don't know whether this game was ever properly converted for the PAL region, uh, but the C64 plays like ass. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> so slow <laughs> um the graphics are slightly better uh, but then they're also slightly worse um so <laughs> I, I i think i think the atari 8-bit version just nudges it in playability um i think it may be helped that i played this on the 130xe that you kindly provided me cody um so that was an ntsc version i played it with the uh, loading it up through the fuji net but anyway, this game is Beer Belly Burt's Brew Biz. Are, are, I'm sorry, I have to stop. Are the, all these men naked? <laughs> I don't know. They're all naked in this game. Yeah. It, it looks, looks like, like that, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is uh, an early platformer uh, released in 1985. This was written by a chap called Frank Cohen, um, who also wrote the game MASH, which is a tie-in with the very popular TV series, which came out on the 2600, the Atari 8-bit, and the TI-99, believe it or not. Um, and he also wrote a game called Ollie's Follies, which I think is probably one of his more um, memorable ones. And that was also on the Commodore 64 and the Atari 8-bit. So, as I say, uh, this was released in uh, 1985 in America, and you're not going to get a, a more American patriotic sounding company. It's the American Eagle Software Incorporated. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and in uh, 1986 it came over the pond and was released on the americana budget range over here for the handsome sum of two pound 99 pence on tape and four pound 99 pence on disc 
Um, so the official description of this, get this, is really cool. 32 fast action screens of action-packed, exciting fun as Bert wanders through the brewing factory. Naked. There we go. That's all I need to say. <laughs> I forgot to say naked. <laughs> naked. He naked. is naked. Um, so uh, Moby Games actually kind of expanded on that. So thank you very much to the Moby Games website. I'll just very quickly read through this. Zombies have taken over Bert's beer factory, <laughs> and it's up have. to Bert himself to wipe them out. The factory consists of three departments, which is shipping, production, and control, which can be accessed from outside. Inside, each department has a total of 32 rooms, all constructed of platforms which Bert can get by bouncing between them. Whilst exploring each department, zombies appear behind the doors and attempt to kill Bert, but Bert must either wipe them out with his own weapon or bounce on over them. Some of the platforms have air vents under them, and if Bert stands over them while they're running, he is blown up onto the platform above him. However, he must be aware of any booby-trapped air vents which fire jets out of them. <laughs> Game with fire. My goodness. Uh, Bert can travel between rooms by following exit signs scattered around the rooms are keys that must be collected in order to unlock access for other rooms. Now, if anyone's played this game before, I'm sure in there thinking of, well, hang on a minute, this title is six good games. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I understand that anyone just picking up and playing this game initially would say this game is junk is trash because of the kind of like the look of the game it looks really janky um but there is actually a game to play in it and once you actually get into it i find it's actually quite good um so i think this counts towards six good games um it's very obviously 8-bit looking probably even almost kind of 2600 looking um not that in, bad. in its game so it's not quite that bad i guess but um yeah there is some fun to be had in this game it's like i say it's it's a platformer um there is some some weird unique look to it um you've got to you've got to kill the zombies collect the keys and get off each level um i think apparently um this game without any cheats in it is unbeatable or it doesn't have the end scene. <laughs> it's basically, you collect all the keys, finish all the levels, and then it just returns you back to the front screen. With zero points. Just go. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> so anyway, that's that's my first entry into this wonderful section. I must um, say that the zombies also look naked. They don't look like zombies. They look like very healthy, blood-filled, heart-pumping creatures. Yeah. They, they just look weird. <laughs> um uh eric you got any comment on this you've been sitting silently by here <laughs> no i'm i'm watching it and yeah i mean i don't know how to say this i don't know how to say this nicely just just say it man <laughs> it it really looks like like not, hot not garbage. good <laughs> it, it looks does. very bad it looks like a game i would not enjoy but i haven't tried no. it so i don't know yeah once um, you get across that initial look there is actually a game to play here and and people have enjoyed it and i enjoyed it to a to an extent of what i played on it so um yeah he, he you, jumps you can find a bit of love for he it. jumps in a weird arc that is predetermined and if you don't make the the platform you fall to a slow slow uh vertical falling death yeah. And then multiple times I've seen him just kind of crunch up into a ball and shake. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah it I is, mean, graphically, it is very uh, jarring. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, the levels they look kind of three D ish. They're not that bad for an eight bit yeah. system. No, but the 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 characters themselves are perverse. Are terrible. It's uh, yeah. you know, they, I think he spent more time looking doing the backgrounds and all that sort of stuff than the yeah. the actual characters itself were like an afterthought. It's like, well, uh, I, I know I'll get my eight year old daughter to draw those. <laughs> So can I just ask ahead of time, do we all just make a deal in our own heads without talking to each other that we're not going to do Tapper? Because that's the only game yes. that we all thought of. And they're like, beer. There's plenty of beer yep. games. And we ended yep. up with Beer Belly Burt Brew Biz. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's when, when, when I, because I told my wife over dinner, I was like, oh, yeah, we're doing six good games about beer. And she's like, well, I only know the one one where you're sliding the beers down the things. It's Tapper. And I was like, yeah, but that's too on the nose. Like, yeah, I, I just exactly. couldn't. Yeah, that's I, what we I all thought. Yeah. 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 And I think that's part of the tra- challenge here is a lot of the games are going to be console games or computer games where they actually took the license away from, for example, Tapper. You know, it was Budweiser. And then yep. when they went to the consoles, they became it became Root Beer Tapper because they didn't want yeah. to associate beer and games, which were kind of kid kid toys, right? Yep. Yep. So there you go. Eric, what's your game? So I picked a game that was a bit unusual. It's not a video game per se. It's a mechanical game that was kind of in bars and places around. And I have a memory of this game as a kid, and I don't remember where I saw it. But it was somewhere. It might have been in the time zone, which was an arcade that was in Old Sack. Um, but I don't remember exactly where it was. But the game's called Ice Cold Beer. And later on, there was a more PC version of this that wasn't beer related that came out that was identical, but it was called Zeke's peak. And that one was released as kind of a more kid friendly version because it just didn't have graphics. But what this mechanical arcade game is, it's by Taito came out in 1983. It is a, imagine a board with holes in it and it's vertical. Um, And then you control a ball on the bottom and you have two joysticks and you control the level of of each end of that bar as you're raising the, there's like a ball bearing in there, like a big metal ball. And you have to raise that ball up and drop it into a flashing, whatever. There's a bunch of holes and the graphic on the, Arcade Machine is of a beer mug, and the holes are supposed to be bubbles in that beer mug. And it's got some very, like, um, I don't know, like art like art on the sides of a girl, like holding a woman, like holding a beer mug. And it's very, it's a machine you would actually find in a bar. I mean, it, that's what it looks like. And basically, you move the joysticks to move the bar up as you move the, the, the ball up, drop it into the hole, and then it gets harder and harder because the hole that lights up is higher and higher up and you have to dodge all the other holes that are below it. Um, and really that's all there is. And I think you get like four or five balls to begin with. Um, some people have said it's kind of like a pinball game, but vertical. Um, I don't really think it's similar to a pinball game at all. Um, but it is a fun mechanical game. Now, the reason I picked it is yes, it is a cool mechanical game and it is a lot of fun to play. And I remember playing it as a, as a young man or a young kid. Um, but there is now a version on steam. I don't find my steam deck. Really? There is, 
a, a version by Taito and it's an early access. So it's a new game and it's called Zeke's peak. And, and you use both joysticks on the steam deck to move the, the bar. You can hear You kind of hear it. I don't know if you can hear that. And it has the sounds of the arcade game and it has both versions. It has cold beer and it has Zeke's peak on here, but also it has tons of other games that are using the same mechanic, but you guide a ball through like an environment. It's almost like a, like putt putt, like a min- miniature golf, but you're moving the hole through an environment to get to the hole at the end of the environment. And so there are a bunch of games like that. So I, it, I wanted to swing this back around to video games and sure enough, it's a mechanical game, but Taito released this on PC or on steam. And I think it was eight 99 and includes a bunch of games that are like that using the twin stick mechanic to move the, move the thing. Very cool. Um, the last thing I want to mention about it was I, I did bring my steam deck over to my neighbor's house and we were just sitting in the pool and I was, I was so nervous because we were passing the game back and forth playing ice cold beer. And we got to about six levels in um, every time we pass it back and forth, but we were drinking real beer and we were also <laughs> like passing that around in the pool. And I was so nervous that I was going to drop my steam deck in the pool. Um, so we played for about a half an hour. And then like, literally when we were done, I just like set it aside. I was, I was like, Oh man, I'm glad I didn't drop that in the pool. But anyway, <laughs> that's my story with it, but it's called Love ice cold it. beer. It's a great mechanical game. Um, if you want to try it out, just look on steam and, and check it out. Very cool. Yeah, have you, you've seen that one, Cody, right? I've seen it, yes. Okay. But you never played it. So, Eric, I want to tell you about my first pick. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. My first pick, I wasn't even worried about my first pick because I knew what my first pick was going to be. I was working on my second pick. For some reason, yeah. I decided to wait until the last minute to put my picks in, and I started typing the words, it's cold beer, into my first pick when I looked above me and I saw Eric already picked that game, and I cursed <laughs> loud to myself. I, this was my that's go-to. Why, that's why I get mine in early. <laughs> I already knew this game was it. No one was going to know about it. It was my own special thing, and then it wasn't. Yes, yeah, so I would have picked Ice Cold Beer, which is a very cool game. Uh, yeah. I've played a bunch of this, a lot of... Um, not a lot, but a number of places where they have arcade machines and pinballs will have ice cold beer, and uh, and it's exactly that. It's a bar you move left and right, and the ball moves around, and it's fun. Nonetheless, I was not able to pick that, and I would have. It's probably my favorite on this list of games, looking at everything right now. Nonetheless, I didn't want to lose the momentum. I didn't want to lose the the zeitgeist of what I was trying to purvey with a mechanical game with beer involved. So I'm going to go with a game called Oktoberfest, mm. which is a pinball machine, as I've been doing lately, a lot of pinball machines, uh, released in 2018 from a machine uh, from a company called American Pinball. Uh, this game was only their second pinball machine ever released. There was kind of like a... Um, resurgence of pinball companies creating games in the last, you know, whatever that is, five to ten years. Uh, you went, you actually, there was a, there was something like five or six major pinball machine companies in the 80s. It dwindled down to literally one in the early 2000s. That was Stern. 
And then uh, in the last 10 years or so, a lot of independent companies started making pinball machines again, including American Pinball. Um, a few notes I want to mention. Their first game was a game called Houdini, which was a couple years earlier based on uh, the, you know, the escape artist, magician guy. Um, what's, what's interesting to notice about these games is, you know, Stern being the largest pinball machine manufacturer currently and for the last, you know, 30 years, they do a lot of licensed games to help things sell, where games like American Pinball have to find universally loved uh, themes that are not licensed. So they started with Houdini. They went to Oktoberfest with their second machine, which, of course, is a, a German beer festival in Munich, Germany, and Bavaria. So the actual uh, machine itself has that blue and white checkered diamond pattern checkered um, Bavarian flag theme all over the machine. And uh, I'm not going to go into super detail about the game. Um, I've played it once at a pinball show. Eric, you've been with, to, with me with to a pinball show once. Yeah. Um, but I will say a few cool things about it. You look at the machine. It's got, you know, kind of um, dudes in later hosen, hosen with the green hats and the feather and, and, you know, women with kind of, you know, big busts handing out beer. Uh, they've got um, on the actual playfield itself a, a German dude with the with the green hat with the feather in it that spins around. There's a big old beer bell- barrel that um, pours beer into a glass on the playfield. There's a magnet in that glass uh, so that when your ball goes over, it can actually pull the beer like the ball into the beer glass and hold it there for a second before releasing the ball. Um, there's some cool toys and things on there. It's a it's only a single playfield, but there's ramps everywhere. And um, so a lot of shots where it'll go through these crazy ramps, almost as if the ball is drunk, which is kind of cool and thematic. Um, You can lock balls into the beer barrel and have multi-balls where the beer barrel pours out and balls are everywhere. Um, But the last thing I'll say about it, aside from the fact that it's a modern pinball machine with a, a small TV screen in there for video and scoring and all kinds of cool stuff, very cool call outs, uh, you know, German language, you know, you're hitting stuff, and as you hit stuff, it's like eins, zwei, drei. Um, is that there is a special mode for this game, which I find humorous and entertaining and lovely in every way, and that is single hand mode, so that you can drink a beer with your other hand. So on the right side of the machine, if I remember correctly, there are two buttons, one for the left flipper and one for the right, so you can hold a beer in your other hand while you play pinball. Um, nice. Right? Nice little touch. Um, <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, and then as you, you know, a lot of pinball machines have different modes that you're trying to complete. The modes in this game will be like lager, pills, and there are different types of German beers. And uh, it's just a solid, well-made game. I think it's ranked currently 101 out of like 700 pinball machines, so it's in the top tier. Um, <clears throat> it's new, it's shiny, it's LED, it's loud, it's expensive it's cool and if i can find one on location i'd love to put some time into it so there you go oktoberfest by american pinball nice yeah do you know if there's a digital version of that no not yet no okay i don't think any uh any of the kind of small independent pinball machines have been digitized at this point okay yeah uh back to you yeah 
So um, this is one of my personal favourite games on the Commodore 64. Um, played this an absolute ton, um, and this one links in because it's very much a. Ha, uh, I love it. A game that uh, over here is played in pubs or bars, and this is the game of darts, and it's entitled One Hundred and Eighty or 180 180 darts um because that is the in darts you've got the the doubles the triples and the single scores and you can get three triple 60s which gives you 180 which is the highest possible score on the board so that kind of explains that uh so this is a game by binary designs was published by mastertronic um under the mad range mastertronic added dimension and i think it was about two pound 99 pence um, so this essentially is just a game of darts. <laughs> um, if you're not familiar with that, um, it is a round board. Um, it is divided up into different segments. Um, each segment has a score one through 20. Um, and then those segments are then subdivided into, uh, doubles and triples. They're small little segments that you've got to aim to hit to give you those scores. Um, generally you start at, uh, 501 points. And then the idea is to beat your opponent down from 501 to zero points. Exactly uh, the, zero. Yes, exactly zero. Um, the kicker at the end is, is that you have to end on a double. So, which is one of the scores at the outer end. So for example, double top, as they call it is 220. So that's 40 points. Um, so it's, it's a, tactical game insofar as the first normally the first maybe depends on how how skilled you are maybe the nine or 12 darts are um high scoring darts where you can just literally just try and score as much as possible but then when you get down to your uh last few darts that you want to uh, last few points on your score you want to make sure that you can check out mathematically um so you want to try and hit a certain amount of points um to get you to the point where you can check out on a double uh, so that's essentially the game of darts. This one is a very faithful recreation on the Commodore 64. Where it really comes in on this on this version is uh, the graphics in the game. Um, when you're in between uh, playing, if you're playing against the computer, when the compu- computer takes his turn, it switches to a scene where you're in a pub and you've got the bar in the background and the bar bar person is pulling pints and all that sort of thing. So this is kind of what made me think this this game kind of um not only because it's a pub game traditionally but also because this version has that in the background and your opponent is a big dude yeah so there's there's essentially the the graphics for the for the player is sort of like side on and you can see the the player with his beer belly hanging out um and you've got four or five different opponents i think it is in this one um and it's only one of them, the actual graphic changes, which is Devious Dave, which is the, the hardest player. Um, and he turns from a, a, a portly gentleman to a, a skinny gentleman, uh, <laughs> with, but the other ones, they literally just change the heads. So the, the, the body's <laughs> the same and the heads are different. <laughs> Naturally, if you're skinnier, better at darts. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it, the, the, the history of darts kind of, 
um and beer kind of go together so even up to the sort of like the the 70s and 80s even like the big televised world championship tournaments um whilst they were in between their throws they would be having a beer on stage so they would be sipping from a beer in between goes Very pixel uh, guy none, none, none of that's allowed now. It's all water on stage um, in the World Championships or in most most tournaments, anyway. Um, but yeah, so that's that's 180. Um, it's a it's a great game. Uh, the other thing with this one is uh, it has music by Rob Hubbard on the Commodore 64. So that's another reason for loading this one up. It's got an absolutely fantastic tune. Um, yeah, that's 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 my pick on this 180 darts. Have you guys played this one? I have not. I haven't. I haven't played this. I've played Magic Darts on the NES, which I want to say is very similar in gameplay, but mm-hmm. not as brown as the Commodore 64 version. <laughs> no. <Right. laughs> uh, I mean, there is there is other versions of this, so it came out on a ton of systems. So it came out because it's Mastertronic. They ported it across to the Spectrum, um, MSX, Amstrad, all that sort of stuff. But interestingly, they converted this to the 16-bit, so it came out on the Atari ST and the Amiga, and they also did an arcade version of it as well, nice. um, which I think had the internals of an Amiga um, to play it. Oh, it looks cool. cool. I don't think I've ever played a darts game on on digitally, so I'll have to try that. Yeah, out. yeah, one worth checking out. Eric, so this is my this is my big find for the. For yeah, the you already month. mentioned this game briefly earlier as a spoiler alert, but I don't recognize it. Yeah, so this and it took me a while to find this game. Like, like I, uh, this w- is a result of a lot of in-depth research. <laughs> we we really struggled the, for these second games, didn't we? Yep, exactly. <laughs> this one's called the Last Eikhoff, and what that means is Eikhoff is a brewery in Germany, I guess, or Swiss beer. It's either Swiss or German, but they do speak German in the in the game. So I'm going to just say German. Um, this game is from Germany, though, so it is. Um, there's a lot of voice acting in this game, or voices in this game, um, but they're all in German, which is pretty cool. But what this makes this game so unique is it is a game based on beer, but it's a shoot 'em up. So it is a shmup huh. based on beer, and you play as a ship that looks like a beer bottle. And you shoot bottle caps up the screen and you basically are, are you're protecting the last Eikhoff, which is the last brewery, the last brewery called Eikhoff. And you are destroying the um, enemy beer companies and they're, they're real beer companies. Huh. So you'll see like Heineken or whatever. You'll see these other beer companies and, um, what you'll do is you fire up there and then you'll make money and then you can go to the shop and you can pick like the, like what it's doing right here is it's picking a beer as your companion and you align it with your beer bottle. And that's the second gun on your ship. (laughs) So you're basically picking these other beers that are like flying with you and where they will float around your ship. And you fire the multiple cannons up and you can keep adding, you can keep going to the shop and keep adding other weapons to your beer bottle. So it's a trip. But the one of the coolest things about this game is that it has these crazy sound effects where they'll be burping, like you'll hit a specific enemy and it'll burp. 
or you'll hit specific um, other enemies and it'll be like these German phrases, which I have no idea what they're saying. And then there's these bosses that will come out that look like kegs or like this one's a train. But like the main boss in this level is a giant keg that comes down and you have to blow the keg up and you're basically collecting money, spending the shops to upgrade your weapon. And that's really all it is to it. So it's a shmup, but it's got a lot of interesting voice stuff in it. A lot of interesting sound effects that are really funny. The game is not to be, it came out in 1993 on MS-DOS. It's not to be taken seriously. This game was never like one for sale. It was kind of like a public domain game. This um, this so see, game looks like it came out in 2005, released by like a 16 year old who thought it'd be funny to yep. throw a flash game together. Yep. <laughs> it is very beer related. I will give you that. And if you were able to enjoy the game, which I could see it being fun, then you have a yeah. good beer game. So I think you met the requirements. But my goodness, this thing is honestly low budget. It looks- <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks worse than it plays. Yeah? It plays okay. fun. I mean, it actually plays like a shmup. I mean, it's it's it, it's pretty fun. But you're right. It does look a little cheap and, and kind of <laughs> cheesy. But, I mean, it's got a lot of interesting animations and interesting voices. And it is funny. The game is funny. Like, you're playing it, Good. and all of a sudden, like, you hit a particular, and it's all burp. It's all, uh, you know. Wow, and, though. That was a real sound effect. Um, so anyway, last ICOF, it's for DOS. It's free. Download it. Try it out in ExoDOS or on the Mister or whatever. I, I, I actually had a lot of fun playing this one. I thought it was the most interesting game I found all month. That's hilarious. I love yep. that. <laughs> oh, man. These last three games are going to be a stretch, guys. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't want to pick Tapper, and we're like, well, there's got to be some plenty of beer games. I even thought about The Simpsons because they do Duff yeah. beer, and then yeah. well, we've already yeah. talked about Hit and Run, and then all the other Simpsons games didn't have beer references. Man, I struggled for this. So my final gear uh, game, I'm like, you know what? Where 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 do beers show up? Right? Where are they socially acceptable in in modern games? Because a lot of, of these consoles and stuff like Nintendo and you know, they weren't putting alcohol in their games. They were taking it out. So it's hard to find. Uh, but I thought, you know what? Westerns, right? At that point, you got to go into a bar, kind of like uh, kind of like Tim did with his game. You got to go into a bar. That's the, the beer reference. There's got to be some Western games. So I ended up picking not the game called Tin Star, which was on the Super Nintendo, but a game called The Tin Star, uh, which I think is based off an old Western movie. Uh, in fact, there you go. If I don't type in the word Taito, it pulls up an old Western movie. So it's an arcade game released by Taito in 1983. Now, the early Taito games, if you ever looked at a Taito compilation, they have these super garish colors that look straight out of the ZX Spectrum uh, to the point where it's almost... I'm, I'm only going to incriminate myself here a little by saying this, but those super <laughs> garish, over-the-top, bright neon colors that the Spectrum used. The early Taito games don't look great. They pick weird, weird colors, in my opinion. That being said, this game is one of them. And if you didn't like the colors in this game, you're sure as heck not going to like the control scheme, because this game is um, a very traditional sounding game where you are a Wild West cowboy. And you walk up, the, there's kind of four screens, which I love about old arcade games, right? They have kind of four different, multiple different gameplay elements. They just kind of go one after the other. 
So you start off as this cowboy in front of a saloon. So the bottom third of the screen is kind of the dirt street, and you're able to move around that up, down, left, and right while aiming your gun at various cowfolk uh, sticking their heads out of windows and doors and stuff in the saloon. And you shoot them before they shoot you. Really simple. Um, For a game in 1983, it's actually pretty complex considering that People don't just pop up in the doors and disappear. They also, like, will pop up in the window and leave and then walk down to a different window or a different door. Um, Now, and then the second level is uh, is the bar scene, so we'll get to that in a second. Now, the thing about this game that I have to point out is... um, is a kicker and it's impossible to recreate... Not not impossible, but difficult to recreate at home is the control scheme. So you would think this game would have a joystick that allows you to go up, down, left, and right, and maybe another joystick, twin stick shooter-wise, to figure out where which direction you want to shoot. The game is a joystick in your left hand, and in your right hand is a spinner, kind of a spinner, but it's not just a spinner. It doesn't spin freely. It rotates and has eight different directions. So that, that points your gun in one of the eight directions. Uh, cardinal directions plus the four diagonals so you kind of move your gun around with that little eight-way selector switch on one side a joystick in the other to shoot do you hit a button no my friends you do not you take the selector switch and push it down into the machine and that is shoot (laughs) and then we i i get I, i add one more we have an extra button what does this button do it makes you jump so not only do you have both hands with a controller a spinner that's not a spinner but a selector you push down to shoot but to jump you have to reach your hand off the spinner and hit a jump button uh i cannot imagine using this with the actual arcade uh scheme but with emulation it's kind of doable the game itself is is extremely difficult but kind of fun uh, you're shooting these bad guys. The second level, you're, you're in a bar. The third level, you enter a barn. And then the last level, um, I'm trying to pull it up here. The last level was uh, kind of a bonus scene where the main bad guy goes by you on a horse, and it's a timing thing. You have to hit your gun at just the right moment to shoot the guy off his horse as he runs away. Um, but beer reference. The bar, the second the second scene here. Um, there are... Four, three bottles of beer in the bar behind three areas where people are hiding and trying to shoot you. And if you choose to, you can shoot them when they pop out, or you can choose to shoot the beer bottle off the shelf, which then pours on them, somehow dousing them in beer and killing them. Um, so that is where the, <laughs> that's where, there you go. There you got See that beer? See it right there. Yeah. That's, there a, that's a frothy bevy. <laughs> Here we go. He's, he's going to shoot the bottle right uh, Boom. Just crush that guy with some foamy beer action. Um, it's a very janky, bizarre game that actually looks pretty good. If the colors were a little uh, more realistic, I'd probably feel more better about it. But um, extremely difficult, but straightforward gameplay and uh, the best game I could find with a beer reference. So there you go. <laughs> Dutch in star. 1983 this, this- Taito. This game makes me feel better about picking beer belly burts boobers. <laughs> <laughs> it is something. It is something. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to look up the arcade machine. It's, the controls are just bizarre. But there you go. That was the early 80s, which was the Wild West of video games. and uh, Quite literally. <laughs> there's, some, there's something I love about 
the the freedom of creativity and stuff that that designers had back then to, to just come up with control schemes or gameplay that just no one else had seen before and now we're kind of locked into stuff right let's let's, let's try this see if it works nope <laughs> it didn't work but you know what it's we unique. tried it we tried, we tried it. it no one else is doing it it's our thing yeah there we go and that is an episode of pixel guy den my friends how do you feel about that one tim that was awesome i enjoyed that <laughs> did a whole lot of talking a whole lot of uh, sipping on the beers a whole lot of pulling out our switchblades, right eric that's right absolutely <laughs> and a whole lot of crunchies no that was just phantom crunchies, crunchies. Yeah. i gotta i gotta dole this out I want the melted three bar combo that you got. That it's sounds still in good. There. It's still <laughs> in there. I'm going to dig it out. I'm going to try and recreate one of those. <laughs> Love it. Very cool. Do you guys have any last thoughts before we sign off for the night? No. Um, other than other than someone else needs to pick a six good games. <laughs> Do that. And thank you, Tim, for the package. It was awesome. Oh, you're opening. welcome, guys. So good. Uh, yeah, I got to get down there and grab that stuff. I'm stoked. So. Yep, very much appreciated. Appreciated. And um, now that I've finished my hostess cupcake, I have just enough energy to go to sleep. So thank you so much for hanging out with me, gents. Thank you. And uh, until next time, everyone, please remember, it's dangerous dangerous to to go go alone. Thank you again for listening. You can find episode information and show notes online at pixelguiden.com. Please follow us on Twitter at pixel underscore guiden. And you can also follow Eric at the project. That's D-U-H project. You can also follow Cody on Twitter at oddball49. That's O-D-D-B-A-1149. You can reach Tim Drew as well on Twitter at sanction. That's S-A-N-X-I-O-N. If you are interested in supporting the show financially, please join us at our Patreon account. That's patreon.com forward slash pixelguiden. Please leave a review to help get our podcast listed higher up on the show rankings. We would also love to hear from you with any comments or input. So hit us up on our email at podcast at pixelguiden.com. <laughs>